It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Peaches come from a can, they were put there by a man In a factory downtown If I I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country Gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country Gonna eat a lot of peaches I took a little nap with a little soul twist Squished your rotten peach in my fist And dreamed about you, a woman
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So, yes, that was a complete nonsense song. Yes, absolutely. Because we have got nothing but fucking nonsense to talk about tonight. It's, it's Nonsense, I, nonsense, nonsense. I, I named this episode Here We Go Again. For good reason we almost played here we go again you yeah, almost did, had yeah. to endure white lion yes exactly just so you're aware um and uh i am i am wearing my covid 1984 shirt for a damn good reason because covid is it's back. back it's like fucking it's so herpes back. it's just like getting a, a case of gonna hippolades yep because when you get that <laughs> that's the fucking gift that just keeps on fucking and giving. you know what comes back with covid <gasps> mask mandates mask mandates oh Yay. oh 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 i hope oh, you guys oh. didn't throw that shit away because um they're coming back oh not not to mention not to mention not to mention we almost played i want a new drug by Huey Lewis and the yeah we, we were really close because we so want a new vaccine to too according to dr anthony fauci but yes. before we begin and now a message from dr anthony fauci because folks I've got, you know, okay. J-Man used to say he had foldies. <laughs> well, I got stories. Yeah, we got And stacks. stories and stories upon stories we, about we like upon stories. Yeah. So I got my stories. He had his foldies. I got my stories. Yeah. So really quick, because I'm old school and I like shit. Like, it's got to be, I got to absorb the ink through my fucking hands. Having a straight. you're my kind of person, but. I just, just, um, there's only one time a day that I wash my hands and that's after I go to the bathroom. So, um, other than that, like it's good. So Fauci issues a warning this morning on monkeypox in the U S um, and where's old Tony getting this information from? Wait, because wait. wait a minute, y'all know about that testing, right? You know how that testing works, right? Hmm. 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 How the fuck? When their last test that they did for monkeypox failed miserably, couldn't distinguish the difference between COVID and monkeypox. So it was basically, it couldn't tell the difference between your mouth and your asshole. Hmm. Hmm. So how do they know that monkeypox is breaking out in the United States? Unless, unless, and this is a big unless, unless Anthony Fauci had some issue with possibly a biochemical facility here in the United States of America that may or may not have released a bioweapon level three um, into the environment. Well, that's certainly a possibility. Um, and I swear, I thought I printed a story so, in here somewhere about how um, they're, they're running out of monkeypox vaccines. How do we even know there's a difference? Great question. But actually, I got a better one for you. Wait, wait, wait. Do no. you remember? Wait. Do you stand by? Do you remember in October, late October of last year? Last year or the year before? Last year. I remember last October. Yes. There was a accidental outbreak. Uh, was that when the. Of I, what they thought it was, was smallpox. Uh-huh. Now, monkeypox and smallpox, although they both have poxes, monkeypox and smallpox are way two different things. However, they both cover you in the same type of 
pustule. of a rash. Yeah. Um, they don't become pustules unless you break them. So I, I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, wait a minute. We had that happen. And smallpox, eh, unless it's looked out underneath a fucking microscope, you're not going to know a difference. What are the chances that that wasn't smallpox and that was actually monkeypox? Uh, who knows? Just because maybe it was smallpox, shingles. similar to smallpox and cowpox, monkeypox can cause pox like lesions, flu like symptoms, including fever, aching, according to health agencies. Before this year, the virus had mainly re uh, regulated to Western uh, and Central African nations. Okay. Um, however, the cases are up over 9,200 just this year alone in the United States. Why would that be? Hmm. Maybe because people's immune systems have been completely decimated. Hmm. Well, it's funny that you got to that so quickly. Is it? Fauci. Oh, wait. Oh, wrong story. My bad. Fauci makes some surprising concessions regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. He did, huh? Epic times, folks. If you want to go look at it, yep. look it up. Yep, yep. Uh, 19, uh, COVID-19 advisor, Anthony Fauci, conceded on Wednesday morning that the COVID-19 vaccines don't protect overly well. No. As it were, against infection. One more time, because you're not going to hear that anywhere else, to include Fox News. Um, and that fucking vaccine, it doesn't protect really, really good. <laughs> It just doesn't do it. Jason, you're on my level. Pox is shingles caused by the vaccine. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. hundred uh, percent. But Fauci said later the vac vaccines protect quite well against severe disease leading to hospitalization and therefore death. Really? Then how come you're actually like 37% more likely to get severe COVID after being vaccinated? Hmm. He said... <clears throat> At my age, uh, being vaccinated and boosted. Oh, no, that's a British accent, isn't it? Um, it's actually kind of Australian, muddled, bad. Muddled, bad Australian. Yeah. Um, Feed Fauci to Seamus. More like Annie. Seamus is kind of a, a, a wimpy so dog. He lets Annie. At my away. age, being vaccinated and boosted, even though it didn't protect me against the infection, I feel confident that it did make a major role in protecting me from progressing to a severe disease, said Fauci, who's 81, has worked with various capacities of the federal government, and is uh, jabbed and double boosted, and has had COVID now four times. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? <laughs> if if it's a good vaccine, why doesn't it hit good? Okay, well let's 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 get into some some quick COVID clips here. I I I turn the speaker off. Um, I'm just saying, if it's I, such a I, good I, vaccine, I why 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 doesn't it work good? Yeah. Why why isn't it protecting the American people like we said? Again, Fauci, there is no investigation. There's just jail time. Period. We're just going to do We've jail time. We've already done the investigation. The, the investigation is done. Seriously. That motherfucker is as guilty as every other swinging yeah. dick that has anything to do with this fucking vaccine. Hell, go back and look at our whiteboard episode. It was one of the first ones we put on Rumble. I was trying to find it the other day, actually. Did that do that stupid thing again? Yeah, I got to find it again. It's, uh... Oh, this no. one right here. No, it's not that one. Um, because it was a Sky News thing. Damn it, I hate it when it does that. The fuck? 
actually, let me just do this. There we go. All right. There you go. Yeah, Jaekwondo Master Mick um, went through Fauci's emails and uh, did a whole whiteboard presentation where he broke it down in a timeline. Um, he used a black marker, so it wasn't racist. It was okay. Um, actually, I used a lot of different colors. Yes, he did. So, it was so no, no, no. Actually, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good it, deal because we got to see the timeline because of the way they released the emails. They grouped the emails per date which is great because I could take the February emails. I could cut through all the bullshit ones, get down to the brass tacks, pull those to the side and then put them as the date in which he knew about things. And he revealed in his own emails, cause he's a fucking moron yep. about when he knew things and what he knew about them. For instance, he knew a long time ago that masks weren't going to do a goddamn thing. If it is what they thought it was. And it was, it turned out to be that. Yep. Um, this all fucking poured over in his emails. They knew he knew about all of this shit. He knew about the fucking vaccines being a problem. He knew about it before Donald Trump knew about it. Let's put it that way. And it's in his emails. It's all right there. He had to release them as a part of that FOIA. And he had to release it. So all of his emails got turned over and the way they released, re, re, released them to us, I, I personally almost went and fucking jerked off because it was great. Yes, Hummins wine. And uh, Coming Gardens wants to know why do, why do doctors wear masks? So doctors wear masks during surgery so that because they're so worried about the big stuff don't splash not on the, like blood in their in their mouth or their their eyes or when, you know when you're pus, talking when like you're that. talking about a, a virus right <clears throat> you can see mist right so now imagine the little bits of water that you can't see that are still they still have their one part of hydrogen so they're still wet to the touch or would be wet to the touch but you can't really see that so just imagine that. And that's what we're, that's the microbial level we're talking about. Yeah. Um, for instance, if you put on a mask and you fart in a closed warm room and you can smell it through like your an mask, elevator, you can smell it through or even better yet, just because that's really disgusting. But if you go to the store, pick up some banana oil. Okay. Put on your mask. Okay, and then I want you to wave the banana oil in the bottle underneath the mask. If you can smell the banana oil, those particles are are too small to be. It's not going to stop even close to stopping a fucking um, a virus, any virus, any, airborne any virus. Kind of particulate, actually. So give it a shot if you go out and just get some uh, or anything really with a pungent odor. But it has to be a dense, pungent odor, if you understand. Um, possibly do it with, um, hey, if you are of the mind that you smoke weed, grab some really good dank weed. If you can smell that through the mask, the particles are too small. The mask doesn't It, it doesn't, won't do shit for yeah. you. Now, when, but if a virus particle gets through the mask, which it will, it'll actually... Uh, um, it, it'll trap it and then you'll sit there and inhale it all day long. He's, um, I know he's fucking with our lights. Jay, please. Seriously. He's angry. No, he's not. All right. Play this first clip. All right. Tina. Yes, ma'am. Anything else, ma'am? Well, I'm here, ma'am. 
I'll let you know. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. A Danish study has found that a subvariant of the Omicron COVID-19 variant is even more trans transmissible than the original Omicron strain. The subvariant, just stay with me for a bit. The subvariant is called BA2 and it's quickly taken over in Denmark. And according to scientists there, it's more likely to infect vaccinated people. Let's talk to Professor Keith Neal. He's the Emeritus Professor of Epidemiology of Infectious Diseases at the University of Nottingham. Professor, thank you so much. So a subvariant of a variant, what exactly is BA2? It's, a, it's Omicron with a few more changes, which seems to make it more transmissible. If it wasn't more transmissible, it probably wouldn't be take, increasing in numbers because the more transmissible variants are the ones that spread faster. It sounds, it sounds obvious, and that's actually what happens. The Imagine two cars going along the road, one doing 30 mile per hour, the other doing 32 mile per hour. That's only a small increase, but the 32 mile per hour car will get there faster and quicker. Is that the only way it's different to Omicron? We don't really know a lot. It may be that it's evading the immune system for spread. I think there's a lot of information out about the vaccines. What we do know is that it is the current vaccines that were in use in this country are very good at stopping you getting into hospital with serious COVID, stopping you getting into ITU, and very, very good at stopping you dying. They, ever since we've had Alpha and Delta, the vaccines have been less good at stopping you catching the virus and for that virus to be causing mild symptoms in most people. Now, wow. Um, they, they're, they're, you know, they talk about the misinformation ministry that we are about to have. Yep. And in some cases, I don't think that's such a bad idea when you have to listen to that broadcast on every news outlet throughout Europe. And Sparky Boy, man, feel bad for you, dude, because holy shit, if you guys are being told that, uh, that that's more wrong than two well, puppies fucking. She did say in the beginning that you're more likely to get it if you're vaccinated. This is true. She did okay. lead with a bit of truth, but then it was the rest riddled it, with fucking bullshit. Everything was all bullshit. Yeah. So I want to I want to read this article from the Huffington Post. Okay, and I, I love how you savages just go after his hair. I, it doesn't fantastic. Want, he looks like Doc Brown. <laughs> ditto, ditto bots. Yes, we do. The midterm variant is coming up. Um, don't don't worry. We'll we'll. It actually we'll, has a name. We'll get to that. A nickname. Yeah, yeah the midterm variant. Uh, we're getting there. But I I want to read this article because it was and and it's it's kind of long. I might skip through some of it, but it was the the most classic case of cognitive dissonance that I've ever seen, honestly. Okay, so from the Huffington Post by Emma Zimmerman. It says, I've been sick for months, but never tested positive for COVID. Seriously, Jay, will you stop fucking with the lights, please? Holy shit, he really is. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> I'm dead serious, folks. I have never seen this light Our do light just randomly what from. it's doing. It's going from <laughs> off to blue, to yellow, to green, to red. Um, to I just white. went and fixed to fix it, and and he's he's fucking yes, with I our got lights. Today. Okay, I I I know. He's like, here. you guys have cheap lights. That's what he's okay. telling us. He's I know like, he is. He's like, I know you he fuckers ha still have cheap lights. <laughs> okay, uh, so I've been sick for months, but never tested positive for COVID. Here's what doctors tell me. One week I was a healthy 26 year old woman, and the next I was exposed to COVID and developed lingering 
disparate symptoms. Could it be mere coincidence? No. By the way, this woman lives in New York. Um, all right. You don't meet the diagnostic criteria for lupus or anything, the rheumatologist told me, her voice unwavering through the telehealth screen. All of the blood tests point to a young, healthy woman. Her words set aflame something urgent within me, something I had dulled over two months of needle pricks, copays, and hour-long holds with various doctor's offices. I used to run 50 miles a week, I said. Now I can hardly walk two blocks. Where are you getting healthy from? The doctor sighed. Come back in five months and we'll repeat the tests. Lynn's... <laughs> We just watched this episode Dude, the other day. We just watched we that, just watched that episode. Y'all need to stream up Crystal Slice. Holy like shit. We literally watched that last night. But I, I don't need I don't need the Christmas lights and stranger things because he doesn't fucking leave me alone. Okay. Anyway. I used to run 50 miles a week. Now I can hardly walk two blocks. Where are you getting healthy from? The doctor sighed. Come back in five months. We'll repeat the test. Closing, closing the telehealth window, I took stock of my surroundings. Novels and essay collections lined the wooden shelf behind me, an array of rainbow spines. Below them lay stacks of glassware. A sprawling plant wound around the doorway. It leaves its leaves bright from sun and care. Now I wondered, should I have chosen a darker corner of the apartment, skipped the mascara, left my hair unwashed? I longed for my skin to hold some proof of the reality underneath it. I imagined my tan cheeks marked by splotchy rashes, my brown hair thinning and falling to clumps. Call me healthy one more time, I whispered to the empty apartment. Then I stumbled back to bed. In the beginning of 2022, I was a 26-year-old graduate student and freelance journalist. I taught an undergraduate writing course and ran six days a week. On free evenings, I'd meet friends for happy outdoor hours, reading or walks in the park. My life moved on an endless conveyor belt towards some nebulous elsewhere. If I didn't fulfill each step of the assembly line, the shoes laced, the bags packed, the train caught at this minute, surely I would never make it to my destination on time. Still, I thrived within the speed. I loved waking up before the sun and running miles on Prospect Park's wooded trails. I loved wandering through brownstone-lined streets, past coffee shops and food co-ops, and feeling Brooklyn's unique energy drifting through the air. Uh I loved falling asleep with sore muscles, heavy eyes, and the next day's to-do list on my nightstand. I never planned on slowing down. Hold on. Uh, addressing this one right there, uh, right now there, Covert Gardens. Um, yeah, it is like a seatbelt. Um, is it? Uh, vaccine actually means you will not ever get it again. Mm -hmm. So just understand the flu vaccine. That's, they don't call it a vaccine, they call it a shot. It, it's not a vaccine mm -hmm. because you still get the flu. The idea is you get a shot for it. You never get it again. For instance, I got the chickenpox vaccine. Never got chickenpox again. Hmm. Weird. Well, you'd already had chickenpox. So, but you got the polio vaccine and you never got polio. Exactly. You got the anthrax vaccine. You never got anthrax. Correct. That, that, Not that that's, that's a true vaccine though either. That's true. But anyway, let me let me finish this. But one weekend at the end of March, I felt slower. Something was off. The symptoms, though. Felt barely distinguishable from early spring allergies, fatigue, sore throat, a light pressure headache. Nonetheless, I took a rapid COVID test. It was negative. In two days, the symptoms cleared. I sent in drafts, rode the train to Manhattan, ran hill repeats in Prospect Park. Park. Then my roommate tested positive for COVID and my sore throat and headache returned. For most people, this is where their COVID journey begins and ends. They post an Instagram story displaying two lines on a rapid test. They isolate for five to 10 days. Someone brings them soup. They return to work in normal life. My journey, though, had just begun. I quarantined beside my roommate, both of us vaccinated and boosted. Throughout that week, I took daily PCR tests, but all of them came back negative. 
One week later, I awoke from a dreamless sleep. I could not get out of bed. I could not reach for my phone. A migraine had settled behind my eyes, wrapping its limbs around my ears and head like a baby koala. Hmm. A week went by, then another, a third. Each morning was the same. I swallowed Advil and Motrin, sipped Pedialyte, nibbled frozen bananas, yogurt when I could stomach it. I stepped outside and legs that had once run 30 miles in one day could barely walk two blocks. The sun shone, but I wished it would not. My vision blurred. My brain heaved. My head floated in some alternate universe as if shrouded by an impenetrable screen. You, you know what I want to scream. What world right did now. I have for this feeling? Right? Brain fog seems inadequate. Disassociation still insufficient for this all-consuming haze. They told this woman, and I'm not going to read the rest of it, but they told this woman, um, and, and it is very well written. They told her she had long COVID, even though she never tested positive for a COVID test. Mm -hmm. They tested her for COVID anti like antibodies and it came back positive, but they said they can't distinguish it between that and the vaccine antibodies. So, okay, real quick, real mm -hmm. quick. Um, <clears throat> you know what I want to tell her right now. You're vaccine injured. Suck it up and drive on, sweetheart. You're, she's she's vaccine injured. Honestly, I, I don't fucking care. I know. Deal with it, bitch. You made a choice. Deal with it. Yeah, that's it. She can't. She can't work. She can't. She can't do anything. I can't walk. I used right? to run she 30 miles walk. a day. It's. Yeah, you're right, Linz. Long COVID is a myth. It is vaccine injury. Every single person I know that has long COVID has been jabbed and boosted or at least jabbed. Uh, anyway, CLB, you are absolutely right, dude. CD, uh, <clears throat> why do they apply natural immunity with chicken pox, but, but not, not COVID? COVID? Because it was never about COVID. It was always about the jab. It was always about just getting the needle in our arm. Yep. Thank you, warrior for Jesus. Yep. Uh, beautiful right. human Vaccine being. Vaccine injury are. is real and the stupid people keep getting boosted until they and I, please. And the doctors don't even consider that it can be from the vaccine. They're going through all these tests. They're not testing for, they're not doing D-dimer tests. They're not testing for micro blood clots. They're, you know, they're not looking at these They're things. not looking for no. parasites. They're not no. looking for anything else that might be in your body prior to giving you the shot, which any one person. Okay. So I, I, I read that you sent it to me a while ago. I finally got around to reading it. Um, and it was the background for the study done, uh, for the COVID vaccine. Right. Uh-huh. So I was reading it. Right. And, um, it took me a while because it's really boring. It really is. It takes about. It fascinates me and I read them all the time, but for the most people, they're incredibly boring. The, it, it took me probably 13 days in total to read this thing. All right. <laughs> yeah. It was only like 90 something pages long. That was the first one too. That was just the summary of the uh, the jab. Yeah, but it the, went into the, the background. Talking. It went into all the background and all the shit, which is really important to read because you want to know how the study started, what initialized the study, right? Once you get past that part, um, then it becomes about the study itself. So one of the cool parts is they talk about um, how people were selected, what they what the basis and the criteria in which they were selected on. But then they also talked about what they did prior to the initial start of the study. Now, for a normal drug, if you, let's just say I, I came up with my own brand of aspirin, okay? And I called it Hempsprin. And Hempsprin basically was a mix of aspirin and hemp in a product in which would relieve pain because hemp has natural pain-relieving Yep. faculties to it. Yeah. Um, aspirin does too. The, the difference between this and aspirin and, or, uh, maybe a Motrin is it's less damaging on your liver. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. 
So let's just say that's what I came up with. Okay. And I wanted to market this product on the market today. Right. And I wanted, you know, uh, V Lynn, my local pediatrician, I wanted her to pick it up and run it in her pharmacy because that is reoccurring business for me. Yeah. So thinking like a businessman, I'm thinking, okay, so this is business 101. <laughs> yeah. Mick, Mick Sprint. There you go. Hawaiian in town. I like it. Even better. Yeah. I like, holy shit. Bra, mm -hmm. bra. Yep. All right. Bra. That's what I'm talking about. So I wanted to come out with this and I wanted to come out with this drug and this drug was going to be the next new thing for pain relief. Right. And, uh, when I did this, I have to sample, I have to sample a set of human beings because now I've gone past, if I'm looking to market, I'm now, I've now gone past the animal phase and now I'm going to the human being phase or of testing. So while I'm going there, one of the things I'm doing is every day you're getting a blood draw for like two weeks, two weeks. I'm taking a little less than 12 ounces of blood. Okay. I am checking everything. I'm checking fucking what you're on, what you're doing, because the only way I can get an accurate overall stasis for what your body's going through on a day-to-day -day basis is to know, even if you lie to me, what drugs you're taking. Why? Because that's going to show up in a blood test. Every drug's going to show up in a blood test. If it's moved around the body, it's going to fucking they show up in the blood test. With the COVID jab. So I'm reading this and none, none, I repeat none, none of the active participants within the study ever had their blood analyzed, ever had any other pre pre-existing. They just took their word on it. They gave them the jab and then they waited to see if they ended up in the hospital with COVID. They were like, Do and you, if they didn't, they were like, okay, it's 95% effective. They gave you the stare. They gave the look, mm -hmm. they just looked at you and they were like, so, uh, your family got a history of cancer? No. Oh, no, no. No. Good. Okay. Okay. Good. okay. Nope. Um, what about colon cancer? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, any history in your family of eight? No, no, no. Okay. Heart disease. Heart disease. Oh, that was one grandma. Yeah. Okay. That's one removed. Ah, that doesn't count. Okay. You're good. Um, are you pregnant? That question was never asked. I guarantee that. I'll put money on that one. That one wasn't even asked because they wouldn't even well, take the fucking time no, to no. ask it. They they did ask if they were pregnant, but they didn't actually do pregnancy tests because, you know, it's sometimes women don't. I just read a story today of a, a woman, and this was actually, this is some crazy shit, but um, she had like crazy back pain and she went to the doctor and the doctor gave her a pregnancy test and it came back negative and she went back, she was like at a conference or something and she went back to the hotel and she thought she had to go to the bathroom and she sat on the toilet and she gave birth to a baby. So, well, you're going to have that on those big jobs primarily. those random things happen. So uh, my point is, is that this yes, whole thing. Yes, they always thing, ask you, do you feel safe at home? That this was, that's the whole most thing, thing. Do you feel safe at home? Is based upon inadequate science not no science. there was no science there just was inadequate they just didn't give a fuck they they were rushing to push this through yep um because and they were doing everything they, in their power to ensure that as they're pushing this through that hey look at us look at us folks hi okay but hold on the only reason that they didn't do adequate testing now 
is because they'd already done all the tests and they'd failed miserably. So these tests were purely for show. Well, they, I, I, I think there was a little and falsified and they did whatever they could to cover up the negative data that they knew were going to come because I they had it in the previous. I test. think there's a little bit of both. However, I really believe that they just didn't do shit. I don't believe it matters about any of this. They didn't do anything. And the more and more we dig into this, the more and more we're going to find that not only did they know it was going to make you sick, um, they knew that, oh, by the way, it will kill everyone around you. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and by the way, the actual lethality of the vaccine is over 90%. So deal with it is what they're going to tell you eventually. I went and, uh, I, it didn't just do that. Awaken mom. It, 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 it did that. Yes. The vax eliminated, uh, human natural immunity, um, out bodies, uh, continue to fight illnesses from day, uh, one of appearance without it, without it, it grows rapidly. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. That includes, However, Answers it's not and... just that, though. It didn't just eliminate our natural immunity. It eliminated our immunity to everything. Everything. So if you did, let's just say you did get the chickenpox virus or the measles or the mumps or rubella, whatever. If you got those vaccines, okay, and you got vaccinated, you are no longer vaccinated against those things. Those things now can kill you. Because it basically... Um, it took your whole immune system and then it skull fucked your immune system into only believing there was one virus out there. And the one virus was Corona, all this other shit. So if we get hit with some major fucking chicken pox bomb, everybody that's been vaccinated is going to get chicken pox again. And that shit's going to spread and it's going to be miserable. Actually, how about Ghana declares outbreak of, outbreak of Marburg virus? It's even worse. A deadly and contagious disease like Ebola, which officials are trying to contain. Marburg is um, the worst one. Like Marburg, I saw videos of Marburg, actually. Um, there was a time-elapsed video of a dude in his room who was suffering from Marburg. Um, it's it's horrible. Like at the, the last day, it's black and white. And folks, I can tell you this much. Um, every pore in his body started secreting blood. It's pretty disgusting. And then there's a new one. Yeah, that's where you bleed from your eyes, your nose, every orifice. Every every part of your body yeah. that you bleed. You actually bleed and eventually, eventually what happens when you die, you actually, it goes through every pore in your body. Yep. It, it finds a way to get the blood out of your body. Yep. Um, it's there's, horrible. There's a new threat now too. Doctors race to understand mystery deaths of people with nosebleeds. Symptoms also include a fever, headache, and fatigue. They think it's a, a virus, but they're not sure how it kills or or what it is. What so are the far, what's the possibility that all of these people got anal, uh, nasally swabbed? I was about to say anally swabbed. Yeah, that's possible too. Nasally so, swabbed. So far, thirteen cases of the strange illness have been reported in Tanzania. Tanzania. Tanzania's southeastern region of Lindi. Three people have died, uh, said the government on Wednesday. And a team of doctors and health experts are scrambling to investigate the disease, which appears similar to a viral hemorrhagic fever. Well, Tanzania, like Ebola, and Marburg. Tan um, they Tanzania tested negative for those, and they tested negative for COVID. Tanzania is on the other side, so they might actually legitimately have 
there's a possibility that that could be that's a bait about where marburg marburg's a monkey born uh and it could be well they tested negative for for marburg but um it could be a different hemorrhagic fever who knows they just started CERN up again a 63 percent increase in the number of zoonic outbreaks in the region in the decade from 2012 to 2022 compared with 2001 to 2011 probably because they're developing them in labs and releasing them on the general population. That would be my guess. Anyway. Would tampons help? I don't think so. Spooky fish lizard, because there's just no place to put them all. Um, so Although I did pull one out of my purse and stick it on Mick's arm the other day because it wouldn't stop bleeding. And that did help. I will say. <laughs> it's the little things folks. You know, when your wife is willing to do that, it's the little things. <laughs> he was like, do you have a bandaid? I was like, no, but I have a tampon. Here you go. Actually, I didn't even tell him that. I was like, I've got something. Hold on. And I pulled it out and I stuck it on his arm and he looked at it. He saw like, I have my hand covering it, but the string was dangling out the bottom. And he was like, is that a tampon? And I was like, yeah, it works great to soak up blood real quick. You'll be fine in no time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But yes, uh, Hellman's, I agree. Um, a lot of vaccinated coworkers have gotten dumber and way less motivated. It, it, I'm uh, I'm not working anymore at the place that I was working at for a decade, but um, I still keep in touch. And uh, yeah, that's true. They've all, like, the one person there who's still not vaccinated, she goes into the boss's office and she's like, so uh, are, are you going to ask Leland to come back? uh to to run this place and he was like what are you talking about she's like well aren't you retiring he's like no she's like well then why don't you give a fuck anymore it's pretty it. much where it is burn it down so yeah anyway it's true it's they don't tampons. um <laughs> but yeah god so, damn it biden sucks stuff i can i now i now i know what you sound like so now i know now i know what to listen for uh man yeah. Funny shit. Anyway, so play play this next retard. Re, yeah. COVID news. It's the pandemic. We're news. back to the pandemic. They've extended that, you know, the emergency. Yeah, I know. I heard yeah. It again. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like more and more people are. Let me go back to this. Well, Joel and Lauren, uh, Lauren, you probably asked yourself, why does it seem like more and more people are getting COVID-19? That's because this new COVID-19 subvariant is making its round. More people are getting infected. Uh, but there's a reason for why all of that is happening. Newsflash, COVID is still here. The virus is tweaking itself to become more infectious. UNC's Dr. David Wall says BA5 is a subvariant of Omicron, and the virus is finding new ways of fighting off our protective efforts against it, which includes vaccines and boosters. All that immunity. Okay, so before we get sold down this fucking bullshit hole of just absolute fucking, <clears throat> this is just all bullshit. And I know this is going to be a liberal news site that she pulled out. However, really quick, <clears throat> notice... Uh, first of all, that both these retards took off right down the road going after the tests and how the tests still work and they're right on. Well, they showed a picture of the test. Well, they, they showed a picture of the test, but... They were like, oh, but the tests are right on. No, no, they're not. They haven't been right on since day one. That's your first problem. Let's not even go there because uh, this moron on the screen... That's not exactly true. They are right on if, they, if you want to know if you have the flu or COVID, or if you've ever had any cold virus any time in your life, they do detect something, just not specifically. They do mutate when challenged. 
Um, yes, they mutate when challenged. Absolutely. Get this one. Ready for this one? So do parasites. And guess what parasites do? Parasites do it so that they can continue to live with the host that they're currently living in. They become less virulent as well. Because they don't want to kill you or they'll die too. They, they, they realize a it's a symbiotic relationship. It's a symbiote relationship. Yep. So that's really weird because, man, that means that COVID is going to become less virulent. Mm, that's what's happening. So, Kiwi boy, I'm I'm kind of I'm with you on the terrain theory versus the germ theory. Viruses don't actually exist. It's your body creating exomes. There's nothing contagious in the world. I believe that's true, with the exception of the man-made created pathogens which they release on us to infect us. So, so look at this cute. And that's boy. where I and, think we're at. And this is, this is the easiest way to tell, right? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to grab like your, uh, uh, an old couch you want to get rid of. Okay. I want you to take it and drag it out in the backyard. And then I want you to drag a bunch of, you know, branches and leaves and shit and put it in a pile. Okay. I want you to light both of them on fire at the same time. Okay. The one that puts off the darker, shittier looking smoke, like the brown, chalky, just really nasty smoke. All right. That's going to be your man-made products. When you burn natural shit, it's white smoke that comes off of it. When you're burning all the plastics and all the bullshit. Unless you put a lot of pesticides. On that it. is fucking the, that's where I, we agree on this one actually wholeheartedly because I believe this world you're absolutely right. If we're living back in the day of, you know, caveman, absolutely. You're absolutely right. There's nothing infectious. Your body would be producing it. Yeah. However, if we're talking about today, I, I don't think we can fucking, I don't think anybody could argue that. Yeah, you're right. Today, there's way too much man-made bullshit going on out there to get sick from. Like, uh, so 200 years ago, you know, they talk about how the life expectancy was so low 200 years ago. That's not actually true, okay? Because now, if you survived infancy, yeah, you were expected to live into your 80s, late 70s, 80s. I, I mean, look at all, most of our founding fathers lived to be their late 80s, some 90s. Think about it. If you survived infancy, and that was tough, lot, I mean, it was like a 50-50 shot you were gonna survive until you were four, basically. Um, but if you did, you're going to live longer than we live now. It was that infant mortality because they take the average. It was that infant mortality that threw off the lifespan. If you got rid of the infant mortality, the lifespan was a lot longer. And you're absolutely, you're very true. Very true. I'm not arguing. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that I think that um, we were, uh, it was perfectly like you didn't get sick from shit. Uh, and then we corrupted it by bringing, like, making shit. Like, becoming smarter, we corrupted the world we live in. Does that make sense? Um, mm, did we become smarter? Well, that is, uh, I, I think we did to a point. I think we got as far as the human brain will let us go. And then the human brain said, nah, y'all need to get a well, lot dumber. Well, we're, we're on, we're, I think we're on the, the cusp of, I think we've been on the cusp of, going past where our brains currently can. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons why they've 
done so much to try and dumb us down as a society from putting fluoride in the water system to indoctrination, you know, turning schools, public schools into indoctrination camps to making medicine one size fits all. All of this is designed to to dumb down our society. And it's worked. Introducing technology like iPads and TikToks, where you're training people's brains to work in 10 second increments, 10 second increments yeah. that is dumbing down society. We have become an instant gratification society and we, we can no longer think in the long term. We can no longer plan for the long term. And that, I, I was going to correct her on that. What really makes us dumber. Con, I, I, I was going to correct her on that, but I, I wasn't sure she was aware of that. What's that? Washington was 66 when he died. Yeah, I said, I didn't say all of our founding fathers. I said most of our founding fathers. Okay. Yeah. Not all of our founding fathers, but most of our founding fathers. Look up Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin. I mean. No, Benjamin Franklin was, he was uh, 50, 60. Oh, that's right. He died of syphilis. Yeah, he, he had, moved. no, no, okay. he had a herpes. Oh, whatever. All he right. died of herpes. Yeah. I mean, that's he fucked everything. The STDs did get you too back then. So Benjamin you know, Franklin there, fucked there, everything. There is movie. Some, you know, there has she, been some. I think serious, it didn't matter. There's been some serious medical technology that could have that could yeah, penicillin have an excellent effect on our long term lifespan. But why hasn't it? So uh, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but because I'm just asking for the punishment that comes with. <laughs> Are you going to finish playing this clip? No, this jackass? no, no, uh, okay. but fine. they're finally asking the questions that V Ledna asked almost a year ago. Um, will a hundred million die from COVID vax by 2028? Yes, probably more. Um, <clears throat> Dr. David Martin, uh, asked the question along with, uh, several other doctors, man, even though he is kind um, of a the spike protein that uh, COVID-19 shots manufacture is known biological agent of concern. Martin believes that the number may have been revealed back in 2011 when the World Health Organization announced their decades of vaccination. Um, decade of vaccination. The objective of the decade of vaccination uh, was a population reduction of 15% globally. Um, when the WHO is meeting talking about reducing global population by 15%, does anybody else see a problem with that? Isn't it the World Health Organization? When did it become like the world we're going to fucking kill you organization? Um, what, what did I hear someone call it? The uh, the World Health Organization? Or the, I think it was the World Hate Organization. Something like that. And yeah. now it's their decade of vaccination. And that's 15% globally, which would be se about 700 million people dead. In the U.S., this may amount between 75 million and 100 million people from dying from COVID-19 shots. When asked for the time frame these people may die in, Martin suggested there are a lot of economic reasons why people um, <clears throat> why people hope that it's between now and 2028. The projected liquidity illiquidity, I can't even pronounce this word, illiquidity of Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid programs in 2028 suggest fewer people who are recipients of those programs, the better. Martin believes that this may have, may be why people 65 and older were targeted with the first COVID-19 shots. Um, yeah, that's really fucking bad. I think Dr. Martin's being conservative. I think the 100 million is just going to be in the U.S. alone. 
this is a revealing interview that Greg Hunter, uh, usawatchdog.com, David Martin, PhD, presents evidence in COVID-19 injections, not vaccines, but bioweapons that are being used to form genocide across a global, global population. In March 2022, Martin filed a federal lawsuit against President Biden, the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, and the Senators for Medicare Me Medicaid Services, alleging that COVID-19 shots turned the body into a biological weapons factory, manufacturing a spike protein. Not only a term vaccination is misleading when referring to COVID-19 shots, it's inaccurate since there's actually a form of gene therapy within the vaccine. And we not only are not going to be sued, uh, sued for, you know, any libel or misinformation. We're actually holding people criminally accountable for their domestic terrorism and their crimes against humanity in the story, uh, coronavirus weaponization that goes back to 1998, Martin says. Um, so just to give you an idea, folks, this shit, uh, we're getting closer. This is all good stuff. This is not bad. We're going to see... We might actually see a criminal prosecution over this. Doubt it. I doubt it too, but everyone's going to be dead. Who's going to be left to prosecute them? There's a possibility though. Maybe there's a possibility. So Fauci reveals exactly why he's leaving the federal government. <laughs> because they're about to criminally prosecute him. They're about to put him in jail. Uh, the white house, uh, COVID-19 advisor, Anthony Fauci revealed about five decades of federal government is planning on leaving his position by the end of President Joe Biden's term. Uh, we're in a yeah, pattern now. If somebody says uh, you'll leave when COVID is uh, COVID, when there's no COVID anymore, I'll be 105. I think we'll be living with this. Fauci said, who's 81, told Politico in an interview published on Monday morning, confirming he's retiring at the end of Biden's term in office. Uh, Fauci said he's been the head of the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases since 84. During COVID-19, he's become a household name when he became the first federal government's COVID-19 pandemic response officer and generating criticism for both Republicans and conservatives for generally dire predictions about the pandemic. Of his relationship with former President Trump, uh, Fauci said, we developed an interesting relationship. Two guys from New York on different sides of an opinion and their ideology, but still two guys who grew up in the same environment, the city. I think it helped us relate in regard with each other. Fauci, you're a fucking idiot. Trump wanted to kill you and he just couldn't because it'd be illegal and you're a dipshit. You're being fired because they don't want you around to investigate you. That's the only reason. But guess what? You can always be called back. Motherfucker. What up? Anyway. Um, <clears throat> it's actually, I think, easier to prosecute him once he's a civilian than when he's uh, there's government. Yep, yep, possibility there. Uh, anyway, ambiguous science on masks. Yes, this is back around in the headlines again. Well, before we get to that, masks are now required indoors at San Diego Unified School District schools. They're already required indoors all over New York. Indoor um, mask mandates returned Monday for the San Diego Unified School District schools and offices as COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations tick up in the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying that mandatory masking is going to be required at least through the end of summer school. And I'm saying it's going to be required for the rest of your fucking life in California. So why do you still live there? But 
we have ambiguous news on science, uh, science on masks. So hold on. Okay, go ahead. Get your the masks have become on uh, one of one of the more prevalent, prevailing, enduring symbols of the pandemic in the United States. Many states and local governments have, at one time or another, required masking and have been calls for broad federal mask mandates. Workplaces have been required masks for masks for my employees, customers, and vendors, and those who refuse to wear masks have been subject to criticism and shaming. Hmm. What are they trying to promote here? Slavery. It's a symbol. Yeah. It's a symbol. Submission. I control. Actually, to be honest with every single one here, every single one of you here, I've actually become accustomed to it. I like it. But wearing a mask? Yep. <clears throat> yep. You I, literally I, refuse to wear a mask wherever you go. You're damn right. And I will not never wear one. Uh-huh. But it's not about me. It's about... a. And I know none of you are. I would never, ever, 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 ever fucking tell any one of you that you're one of these. However, the rest of the sheeple, let me know right off the bat where they stand. That's true. That That is true. When you see people I like that. masks. Not, not only masks, Twitter profiles. Yeah. I go that. by the pronouns. Yeah. Him, he, hit, or sure. Well, everyone whatever. does that. I, I, I'm dead serious. It's great because I automatically know, boom. Yeah. I know exactly where you stand. I don't have to worry about talking You're to right, you. You're right, Sparky. Some people haven't ever stopped wearing masks. No, I know. I we've I see them you all over the place. They're the ones that are like quadruple vaccinated. Right. Oh, we can tell a story tonight. Oh, go ahead. We're gonna have story hour for just a second. <laughs> so today I met the 29%. You know the 29% that are still voting for Biden? Yeah, he's got a 30% approval rating. I met them today. Yep. And I fucking destroyed them. All right, I'm going to let you tell your story, and I'm going to smoke this bowl for Justin so he stops fucking with our lights. So here you go. Go ahead. Shit on this one. This chick, no shit. She comes out. I told her how much it was going to cost to fix her garage door. And she looked at me, and she goes, almost like completely out of breath. She goes, why so expensive? And I looked at her and I said, well, <laughs> let's go, Joe, um, you know, or I'm sorry, let's go, Brandon. Um, he's been doing a hell of a job for the market. Oh, my God. This bitch <coughs> admitted to me directly on right to my face. She goes, oh, well, Trump was a fucking idiot. I voted for Joe. And I just kind of looked at the ground. Did you say and the hoe? Say that again. Did you say and the hoe? No. That's too bad. I just looked at the ground. I said, God, you put me in these positions. You put me in these positions so that I can have an extreme amount of fun. I know that. However, there comes a point in time where you have to stop because this isn't funny anymore. And I said that little prayer to myself. And then I picked my head up and I said, well, are you happy with the price of what it's going to cost to fix your garage door? Because that's what you voted for. Wait a minute, folks. What'd she get? She got a whopping $700 bill to fix her garage door. That went over like a fart in church. Well, it's not. No, no, no. It most certainly is his fault. Uh, don't blame this on anybody else. Don't blame this on Putin. Don't blame this on any other soul. This is all his fault. He made the policies. He's currently in office. He has gas prices through the roof, food prices through the roof. And 
if anything gets any more expensive, um, it's going to require, it's literally going to require your arm and your fucking leg to buy something. But, but he didn't do that to the gas. No, no, no. Yes, he did. Day one, he annihilated the Keystone pipeline. If we had the Keystone pipe, well, it wouldn't be online by now. No, you're absolutely right, ma'am. It would not be online right now. However, in this country, we do not create the price of gas off of what we currently have on hand. We create the price of gas based on a little market we call futures. And that future stock is what we derive, what the price of gas is going to cost. Well, he didn't, um, he didn't, um, well, well, um, and I, this went on for a good 25 minutes, folks. I fucking literally every point she brought up, I shot the fuck down. I said, no, no, it is actually all your fault. You brought this upon us. This is your fault. Well, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> I said, how much was it was the, for that V8 gas guzzler you got sitting out there in the front of your fucking driveway? How much was it to fill that bitch? Well, yeah, well, that was kind of expensive. It's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> I was like, yeah. It wasn't that expensive the last fucking two years ago when fucking President Trump was in office. Yeah, that's going to be the name of my segments for that. I think popped in on a garage door rant. Yep, that's a great idea. But her shit, was, it was hysterical. Then she just started sending her husband back out. Her husband came out and gave me the check to leave. You have a good day, madame. All $700 for a $250 spring change. <laughs> Folks, I ran that price up. I put it on the slip. It's really funny. I got to bring one of my slips home one day so you guys can see that I'm not bullshitting you. On the slip, it literally states it's a, a um, I call it the tarred liberal tax. <laughs> I love it. If I have to deal with you, I actually charged a lady for having to, for having been asked to wear a mask at her house. Mm hmm. When Which I never went too. inside her house. And he didn't wear the mask, but he charged her just for her. I charged that. her for asking me to wear a mask. Yeah. Yes. Awakened mom. He charged, Damn near. He charged her almost triple actually. <laughs> we made some money on that. Let's just say I made some money on that. That, that shit better came, come straight to your paycheck too. That's all I have to say. Anyway. So what's this one? Uh, this is our 10 second timeouts that you were just talking about. This is um this kind of goes along with a story that I was reading before from the the completely brainwashed person who thought she had long COVID and never even considered the fact that it could be a vaccine injury. Um, Go figure. So this this kind of goes along with that. I got the COVID vaccine because I'm vulnerable and my doctor told me to. I got the vaccine to do the right thing. I got the vaccine to make sure that my dad wouldn't get sick. I got the COVID vaccine because my husband kept getting exposed to COVID at work. I got the vaccine to protect my health. I got the vaccine to protect my friends, my family, and my patients. I received the vaccine to help protect my patients. I got the vaccine to be able to travel. I got the vaccine to protect my dad and my husband. I got my vaccine because I wanted to help protect people and I wanted life to go back to normal. And then after I was sick, I was told, I don't know what to do. 
my doctors. My physician told me the vaccine couldn't do this to me and that I was healthy. My doctor said the second jab could kill me, but he later tried to blame something else. My doctor said that my symptoms could not have come from the vaccine. My doctor doesn't know what to do. My doctor said it's kind of like we're all guinea pigs because this is all so new. We don't really know how to deal with these reactions that we're seeing. I've been told not to share my story because it scares people. I have been told that I should have known better than to get the vaccine, or I told you not to get the vaccine. My fr friends tell me I got mine and I'm just f fine. I've had many people tell me that my injury is not from the vaccine. My family told me that I was just stressed and anxious. I had a friend tell me, well, I guess you're just one of the unlucky ones because I was fine. Someone close to me told me that I should be silent for the greater good. I have been bull bullied. I've had death threats. I've been made fun of. I have been injured now for 10 months. Five months. For six months. For 11 months. 11 months. 11 months. 11 months. 12 months. 13 months. Nearly four months now. For seven months. For 12 months. 13 months. I've now been injured for 13 months. Wow. Uh, sheeple, anybody? That's a lot of sheep right there. Just saying. Wow. And I, I have such sympathy for them because... Why? How much research did you do? I did tons of research. Okay. How much research did you do? I did quite a bit. Really? Well, I, I didn't do half as much. And as yet you, did. you lined up and you let them stick that needle in your arm. You were one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. But that could have been you. And if that was you up on that screen, would you not want me to have sympathy for you? No, because I'm an idiot. You are. That's true. <laughs> I was trying to prove a point. I was doing my own science experiment. Yeah, well, your science experiment could have had massive implications. Massive impact on my life and the children's lives and the lives of your entire family. And that is what all of these people are going through. You know, okay, so I never got to the storage unit today. Um, my, our kid had an extended practice because they actually had to do yard work at school. Um, so I didn't have to pick him up till 1230. And I got his truck in for an oil change because we drove 7,000 miles and in 10 days. Um, and he came and picked me up and dropped me off. And, and I was going to go to the storage unit and pick up a load of stuff. But I swung by the vape shop first because you're just about out of juice. And the vape shop at the island we used to live on, which is an hour away, is the only place that carries the juice that he absolutely has to have because he's bougie. Anyway, so I went in there. And as I pulled up, I saw the owner's dog at the door. And I haven't seen her in forever. And I was so excited. She and I are good friends. Right. We, I mean, we talk all the time. So I went in there and I said hi to Chapo, who's the cutest freaking dog ever. And he gave me all kinds of kisses. Uh, and I sat down and I talked to her for an hour. Okay. And we're talking and, you know, I'm telling her about the new place and stuff. And, and, um, so she tells me she's that she's like, she's there because one of her people just quit over Memorial day. And now she has to work like a couple days a week and whatnot. She's the owner um, and she's been traveling back and forth and it's just been really brutal because she works somewhere else too. And, um, and this, that, and the other. And I was like, well, and she's telling me, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't pay enough, but she can't afford to pay more. Like McDonald's is hiring for $15 an hour, but 
she can only afford to pay 10 and you know, like people aren't doing anything when they work there. They sit there for like two hours a day and maybe actually do some work. The rest of the time they're watching TV or playing on their phone or whatever. So I was like, well, you understand that it's not just about the amount of money you're paying. It's the fact that we've had 200,000 people more die in the past 12 months than we had, and, and not from COVID, than we had at any other time. Um, I mean, we we are in, like, we've had more people die in the last year than they had died in Vietnam twice over, three times over now. And not only that, but we've added 2.2 million people to the disability roles. And in the previous 10 years, every year, the disability roles have gone down but we've added 2.2 million people to the disability roles. I was like, it's not just the fact that you're not paying enough. It's the fact that there's just not enough people to work. Think about how many people have died. Think about how many people are getting sick and they won't talk about it on the news. And she's like, I know I, I have to come to you for my numbers because you, you know, you, you tell the truth and you dig deep. And then she told me she got the jab and she got really sick after the first one. And she, she she took the second one, I think, but she's not taking anymore. Her boyfriend pressured her into it. Her mom pressured her into it, this, that, and the other. And it just, bl it blows me away. So her boyfriend pressured her into it because he has diabetes. And so he didn't want to die from COVID having diabetes. So he insisted they both go get the jab. And her mom is, you know, elderly and pressured into it, but she's they're Asian, they're Buddhist. Like she's all, her mom's all into holistic medicine. How can you go from being into holistic medicine to getting this fucking poison injection in your arm? I don't understand. And I feel bad because I know that I'm going to have yet another funeral to go to in the next five years. Uh, and no, you're right. I, uh, who's it? Truth finder. I think you said it over here. I think I saw. Yeah. I don't know the long-term effect. Uh, but I, what I do know is that I've had my blood tested since then and my blood tests have come back with absolutely no antibodies, no spike proteins whatsoever floating around my bloodstream. And technically my blood stream should have had some, not a whole lot, but should have had some would have been able to be seen. Um, when I get that, <clears throat> when I get that back, when I get a test like that done, uh, six months after my second jab, um, yeah, I got a placebo. I didn't get a jab. Yeah. Um, most definitely. I don't think I'd be talking to the guys that I talked to, um, unless I got a fucking, if I got a jab. Um, I, I just think that a lot of this shit, when you get down to it, I guess I become curtailed to knowing that there's only going to be about 144,000 of us left. Um, that's the plan. The 144,000 pure blood truth fighters. Left. Yeah. Stoned on serious CBD. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Fucking happy as a kite though. Why? Cause we're still alive. And you know, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that are going to die. It's going to be horrible. Um, and yeah, I'm going to feel bad for some. Um, and But there's a whole bunch out there that I got to tell you. Uh, they're the ones that yell at you. They're the ones that fucking say shit. They're the ones that talk shit. They're the ones that go, hey, sir, uh, excuse me, um, sir, sir, come here, sir, sir, 
Sir, I'm going to need you to put your mask on. You can't go in this bathroom um, without your sir, mask on. You're going to have to put You can't go in this sir. private single stall bathroom by yourself without your mask on. Because that makes absolute perfect sense. Yeah. There's no part of that that makes any sense. Do you understand that this, you know, you, do y'all realize how fucking retarded our government is? All right. First of all, notice what she just said. Well, her boyfriend had diabetes and he didn't want to die. Notice how this disease targeted certain groups of people. Yeah. Well, the elderly, so the those with pre, you know, or comorbidities, comorbidities. Yeah. Um, the jab attacks your comorbidities as well. It also exacerbates any of the other bad shit you've got going on in your body. So for instance, let's say, yeah, well, I didn't have bone cancer yesterday, but my family's very, it, it, we're pretty prone to it, prone to it. Shit. Now I got bone cancer or well, what changed? Well, I got the jab. My grandpa had prostate cancer when he was 75 and I got the jab, and now all of a sudden I have stage three prostate cancer overnight at the age of forty-three. Awaken, mom. I um, I, I feel horrible for so, you. So spooky, because hold on, hold, hold on. on, real quick. Okay. Awaken, mom. I've noticed that my husband's health is declining. I'm watching him. I'm and doing I'm, the same I'm thing guessing, with my dad. I'm guessing she's pray. Uh, he's he's, he's jabbed. Um, her dad is jabbed as well, and we have watching. We have been watching it slowly eat away at him. And I have seen where he was to where he is. And it is a horrible decline. Yeah. And it, it does not look, there's so many things that don't look right about him. I, I can't say anything anymore because I'm just another person preaching to the choir that nobody's listening to. Yeah. And I flat out told him. And we will be praying he, for your husband. he said to me, he said, mom. my dad said to me, yes, I did see what you wrote, Desert Beauty. That's Next, you're absolutely right. Um, the doctors aren't giving them the information. I, I don't even know if the doctors have the information. They're just spouting talking points, like just like the news media. They could trade places right now, right? Like They'd be in your, the same position. Your local talking head on the news at night could go and pretend to be a doctor, and your doctor could go and read the news at night, and it would make no difference. They'd do the same fucking thing at this point. Um, exactly. Exactly. They told us it was going to be for the people that fucking had pre-existing yeah, issues. That's exactly what it was for. And the jab has completely faster. killed them faster. It, it, it was a hundred percent kills them faster. So, um, spooky fish lizard. I, you, you made a comment, scroll up real quick because we actually, we did an episode on this, um, a, a year ago, um, before we were all a big Wolfpack family when, you know, we only had, a, I don't know, 200 listeners at any given podcast. Um, he said, I wondered, I just wondered if it's a, ne a genetic thing that the Vax is only fucking up certain people. <sighs> you couldn't be more right. So something that we discovered, and mind you, again, this is about a year ago. Um, and Mick's had, Mick had this information from some of his sources, from his, some of his sources, I had it confirmed personally by Dr. David Martin when I was in Dallas. Um, so every time you submitted your genetic information, your DNA to Ancestry.com, which is owned. No, we had even better confirmation hold on, hold on, on this on. in Fauci's emails. It's in Fauci's I found email emails between okay. Fauci, uh, 23andMe, Ancestry.com, the Human Genome Project. Found it. Okay. 
Uh, yes, 23andMe was copied on Fauci's emails because 40% of 23andMe is owned by EcoHealth Alliance, which is run by Peter Daszak, who was the same guy that both developed the virus and probably the jab and then ran the investigation into the Wuhan lab. It's like hiring the fucking thief. It's like Dexter, right? He's Dexter for, Ooh, for viruses. Those are beauties. Okay. Fantastic. Um, but uh, so 23andMe, Ancestry.com, which is also linked to Google, by the way, and the Human Genome Project, whenever you submitted your DNA to them for any kind of genetic analysis, ancestry analysis or whatever, they sent your DNA to China and they used it specifically to develop bioweapons against certain genetic populations. And that's what they released on us, both with COVID and with the jab. COVID was a test run. The jab was the real thing. So yes, they are targeting certain genetic populations. That's why you've seen Native American populations have had like a 300% worse time of it than anyone else in America. And yes, Truth Fighter, Eco Health Alliance is a BlackRock company. Yes. Um, it's insane that the level that they're doing this to. Um, and we had, we had proof. I have, I still have it. It's on the show. Yeah. We have proof. And no, the Fauci email, emails. Well, the Fauci emails might've been discovered by, by Rudy, but actually they were uh, obtained through legally through a FOIA request. It was released by um, Pasobic or. Uh, no, it was by um, uh, um, Tom Fitton. Tom Fitton. Yeah. Yeah. And we got all the emails and I just started going through each one. I, I grouped them by date and then went through each email got rid of the bullshit once highlighted copied sucker pasted the fucking shit out of the ones that I thought had juice and long story short, all of a sudden I started, what I started doing was just looking at headers because what they were doing, there were government emails that were blacked out, but there were private emails that were left in. And some of the private emails, <laughs> I started tracing the private emails back. And that's when I started finding these people who are way up there in 23 and me, the human genome project, the, um, uh, what's the other one? Ancestry.com. All of these companies, they're all interlinked to EcoHealth Alliance. Everything goes back to EcoHealth Alliance. Yep. EcoHealth Alliance was literally selling our DNA from the Human Genome Project, 23andMe, and Ancestry.com back to China, saying, here's copy of humans' DNA. How do we do this without letting anybody in America know? Oh, well, we just do it because you've already volunteered it. Yep. See, and this is where we get back to the it's like putting your trash out <clears throat> to the street. Ex exactly. Because if you guys don't understand what curbage is, um, it's a legal term. Go look it up. It's the same fucking thing. When you sign those little documents, you have to be so careful nowadays because hospitals, uh, believe it or not, they can release all of your shit to a cop. Everything. If you're brought under a police waiver and you sign that waiver, they can release everything to a cop. So for instance, if your blood is in there and let's say you may or may not have been involved in a possible DOI type vehicular, whatever, it was bad. Um, you might want to watch what you sign because they can do shit in the hospital and it's all covered under their bullshit, but they can also still give it to the police. 
a CLB said, how do they get around this when you signed off in the section for them not to use your DNA? Um, it's all semantics. So that, that section of them not to use your DNA was like not to use it in, um, in where it ties directly back to your name. They just gave you a number and threw it in a pile of other DNA and yep. fucking stuck it out there. It's not about that. It's not even semantics. It's an argument where your privacy, it comes down to really a fourth amendment argument. Yep. Because it's all about your privacy. Basically, they just didn't give a shit. They did it anyway. It didn't matter if you signed that or not. They did it anyway. Yeah, they, they don't really care about the Constitution because anymore. Essentially, so. once they once you sold it to them, they considered it their property and they really didn't give a shit. And so. this is this is and yes, Desert Beauty, you're absolutely right. It, but nobody is. Nobody Desert is. Beauty they, said, I promise you, V Lennon, that if that doctor starts in with his BS, I'll ask him point blank, point blank, give him the stare down and say, What kickback are you getting for not respecting my husband's boundaries? But everybody, it's it, it's it, it's not even about the kickback. It's the fact that right now they can operate without impunity. It's, they have no worries right now. It's Think not, about it's it. It's not even kickback. It's literally threats to their medical licenses. If they speak out, if they speak up, if they say anything, like they're that's it. They're up in front of the medical board and their licenses are gone. They are. They are operating, the liberals are operating currently right now without impunity. They have been doing so for the last two years. Since they took power, both the House, the Senate, everything else, they have been operating without impunity. Why? Because they know that the Republicans can't start an investigation without them siding with them. They know that the Republicans can't do anything in the Senate without some of them siding with them. Now, there has been issues. Obviously, we know the mansion issue. We know the fucking uh, what's her name from Arizona issue. Uh, there has been issues and issues on the floor that have yeah. caused problems. However, you notice that there's been no investigation started. Except for Senator Johnson. Okay. He's, he's the only one. Uh, no one. That's just, they're going to let that one roll through. Why? Because Senator Johnson probably isn't looking at what they are afraid of. Yeah. Well, so, Jackson's case is, is coming up. We'll see. I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't think there's um, going to be an investigation. Not before midterms. Midterms are going to no, happen. Not before the then the investigations yeah. are going to start. You're going to see invest. I hope you're going to see investigation after investigation after investigation. But what I'm going to tell you to be realistic about here is you're going to see a lot of smoke and mirrors when the Republicans take. All right. And I'm, I'm, I'm basing my argument on, um, my understanding of politics and what I've already seen from the Republican party. For instance, um, there are Republicans right now that are, if you've noticed all of a sudden they became really pro Trump. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he's about Uber, to announce that he's running again. Uber pro Trump. Why? Yeah. Because you got Republicans that want to jump on coattails. Yeah. They want to ride, ride Trump's coattails into the wind. Okay. They don't, they don't want to be outside that boat because they know what that boat brings with it. That brings all of us. And they're scared to death of all of us. Um, I've noticed also, I've noticed just the last couple of days, who's the female that keeps coming up? Uh, she's uh, primary in Arizona today. Um, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Yeah. Her name keeps popping everywhere. She's anti-Trump to the core. No, she's not. She's or the other Trump. one. Who's the other one? Karen Robeson. Okay. That's the one I've been hearing. Carrie Lake just put out a whole ad about, and I, I, it's in show clips. I don't think I pulled it up though about Carrie Ro Karen Robeson because Karen Robeson was, she was in the scheme. She's been like stealing money from elderly people 
she she like she sent out text messages saying it was like to you know donate money to secure the border or you know to support Trump or whatever it was and people didn't know that it was a reoccurring donation going to her it might have been $5 or $10 or $100 but when you're on a fixed income of $1200 a month you can't afford to have $10 a month coming out of your anyway the Income. liberals made it a big deal today. I was watching on, uh, I started my day off listening to political playbook like I normally do. And they made that, how that's going to be the big issue for tonight. I doubt it's going to be the big issue for tonight. A matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Trump's candidate is going to win wholeheartedly because nobody trusts Pence. Um, <clears throat> there's not a real Republican out there that trusts Pence. No, I have and seen he, so he many endorsed Karen Robeson. I have seen so many anti Pence shit. It's not even funny. Um, it's funny. I saw a lady today and it was absolutely hysterical because I know exactly what sticker it is. I just felt so bad for her car, but uh, she cut the Pence part off of the bumper sticker. That was oh, Trump, Trump Pence. Pence. That's awesome. Are you going to play this? Oh, bummer clip. Cause it's actually our last COVID clip or if it jab is. Yeah. Clip. Let's yeah. get out of the jab. Let's get quick, out of the jab real quick. Cause we're, we're already moving shit. on. So the jabber way. Yeah. Jabber is, oh, good old, old bummer. And yet, despite the fact that we've now, essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. Around one in five Americans is still willing to put themselves at risk and put their families at risk rather than get vaccinated. People are dying because of misinformation. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull this back just a little bit so we can hear this again. <laughs> I thought you would. Because I, I, I don't know would. if you all heard this. <laughs> I want to make sure that every single one of you heard this because this is really important. Uh-huh. Genocide, anybody? And yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide, essentially clinically tested the vaccine on Billions of people worldwide essentially laugh. clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. Essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. I, I mean, holy shit. They're not even scared of saying, hey, look, we don't give a fuck whether you liked it or not, but we've tested it and we know it works. Yeah, we it's a kill you. Holy shit. I and he's just so matter of fact about it. He's just like, we clinically tested. We clinically tested it. Billions of people worldwide, and people are dying. But you should go out and get your jabs. So the next time somebody comes, you know, the one thing I, one thing I love about doing this show. Okay, I got to tell you my little story tonight about my interesting garage door experience today. But not only that, I, I want to show you. If you go armed, they will never ever. And I'm not talking about carrying your no button. I mean, carry your no button. Everybody's got no buttons. I carry mine every day. I have mine on me right now. And I'm in my house. What the fuck's wrong with me? I don't trust toasters. I got a toaster thing. <laughs> but either way, I, I want you to listen to that again, because that's really important. If you go armed with the information that you need to have, you can let a liberal go nowhere. You can step on that motherfucker's neck and not stop until you fucking damn near choke him out. Trust me, the husband was present for this ass beating that I laid down on his wife. Okay. The husband was there. A verbal ass beating, not a physical one. He 
let this happen. Because he's a beta bitch. No, because he tried to explain to her over and over again that she was wrong. And that maybe she might want to stop listening to some tweet instead of maybe what's really going on out there. Would you ever let someone talk to me like that? No. However, <laughs> that's on a whole different level. This guy, I could tell. See, that's what I'm talking about. But when we're 70, <laughs> I might. <laughs> and then I'll probably shoot you. Well, that might happen. If I don't shoot you but well before I then. may have told you over and over and over again the same thing, <laughs> and you didn't listen to me, and then I just let this guy just come in and just absolutely fucking destroy you. Yeah, I'd let that happen, and then I'd give that guy a tip because that's what I got today. <laughs> you got a tip from him? Yeah. He gave me 20 bucks. <laughs> Does he know that you inflated his bill by $500? Nope. Do, do I think he cared? <laughs> nope. Nope. <sighs> Well, all right. Uh, uh, let's go to the story. Hospital faces staff shortages due to COVID-19 infections despite vaccine mandate. What do you know? The first hospital in America to mandate a COVID-19 vaccine for all employees is now facing a staffing shortage from infections. Houston's Methodist Hospital. This is where um, I think Dr. Simone Gold was uh, did that big thing. Anyway, um, yeah, I think she did. Oh, maybe there was one more COVID story. No, this is monkeypox. Okay. Anyway, um, Houston's Methodist Hospital has hundreds of employees out of work because they tested positive for the virus that causes COVID nineteen. At the same hospital in twenty twenty one, one hundred and fifty three staff members who refused to get vaccinated quit or were fired. Now Methodist leadership is trying to avert a crisis. What is worrisome is the climbing number of our employees who cannot work because they are homesick with COVID-19. Almost 400 employees tested positive last week. Wow. Yep. While most of these employees are getting COVID-19 from the community, it is vital that we don't face a situation where too many employees are out sick and we find ourselves with a staffing shortage. What do you know? And of course, they're attributing it to, you know, the, the BS variant, but whatever. John, anyway. okay, see, uh, look at old pictures, some old pictures of Obama in recent. Skin tone is wrong. Moles are different. Scalp is different. Yeah, I've, he, I've noticed that too. He got his, I, I think they're he, all fake. It he got matter. His, his robot like the first year because like there was uh there was a guy, I'm trying to remember his name. He was on uh, Instagram. Um, fuck, I'm trying to remember his name. He, uh, right when Obama got elected, one of the things they showed was uh, day one and day 22. And day one, um, he had no gray hair. And then like day 22, he was almost at a full head of gray hair. Oh yeah. They told him something that freaked him the fuck out. Maybe he learned about the Halloween. There is, there's been a long belief. I've had big Mike's been wearing his ass out (laughs) damn straight lens. Damn. Hold on. That was a slap down right I say, there. I say this often. Okay. Hold there, on. Um, oh, of course it was. There are a few times when size matters and that is one of them. It's fucked up, baby. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. So like, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I remember this guy. He, he did this whole thing and he showed like how gradually 
his clone or his robot improved this, that, the other thing. But uh, one of the big things he went with was the mole placement, the hair, um, the eyes. Um, if you notice his eyes kind of reset, they were a lot higher when he was running for office. And then all of a sudden he got elected and they were like way down here. It was like the slant was wrong almost a little bit. Um, all sorts of weird shit like that uh, to include his birth certificate, which is like the first time I ever heard about the whole birth certificate conspiracy and the birther movement. But that was fucking hysterical in and out of itself yeah, because I have a zero four one social security number and so does he. And he was born in Hawaii and yet I was born in Connecticut. So I'm kind of confused how that's possible there. Big Mike. All right. Uh, Desert Beauty said, can you, uh, can you scroll up and ask Mick to comment? Okay. I'm going to roll back up. Uh, Where am I going? Chapter 89. In what? Chapter 89 of what? Scroll up. HR 4350. Okay. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, well, while you look it up, play this and you can play this one over and over again. I could watch this clip all fucking day. I can't look it up like that. I can't do that. Oh, that's right. Same time, bitch. Okay. We'll get to it. Cause I can, I can look it up here. Yeah. Look it up there. We'll play this while you're looking it up there. You do. So, that. um, Biden went to, uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, to beg for oil. To beg for oil. He had holes in his pants too, on his knees when he was leaving folks, by the way, just so you're aware. Because, you know, he's going to make us look like a fucking fool. He's going to fist bump a fucking king, a sitting king uh, or a uh, sitting prince of Saudi Arabia. Um, and uh, really? Seriously, dude? Get fucking real. Get out of here. You're, get fucked. Get fucked. You're just covering all this bullshit up for fucking uh, old Hunter and what he's been up to. But we'll get to that in a second. Let's see what old Joe did. Fucking retard. This guy. This is hysterical. Yep. <laughs> I told you to watch that over and over again. One more time for all the kids at home. Whoop. There he goes. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he, he didn't make it through that one. Hold on. Let's watch that again. Oh, ow. oh shit. Yeah, that was a uh, holy shit. That's bad. Yeah, he didn't make it. Joe, you going to make it? No, no, nah, I'm down. Down. Traveler's down. Wow. Isn't that fun? That's hysterical. <laughs> All right. So that was fun. Oh, Sorry, HR 4350 is the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2022. What's chapter eight? Specifically chapter, chapter eight. Chapter eight or chapter eight? Chapter eight. Or uh, no, chapter I think she said chapter 89. You're right. Yep. I'm going back up. Chapter 89 in I, I HR 0435 or 4350. Hmm. It was authorized by shifty shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Authorized by shifty shit, huh? Chapter yes. She said more more specific chapter. Uh, more. You got to go scroll down. That's it, zero, it just zero. scrolls me to here and it doesn't give me chapters. Oh, hold on. Let me see. I don't know. I'll look it up. Okay. Well, good. Um, Go ahead and, and play this. this you got to click on all information. Oh, well, play this clip then while you look that up. Okay, Short titles. All right, go find it. Chapter 89. All right. It's in there. Trust me. It's a lot of bullshit. The latest. Good morning here. Afternoon there. Good to see you, Peter. Good afternoon. Good morning. We've got uh, some big breaking news here. The Saudi crown prince basically just said that Saudi Arabia is about tapped out 
and that if President Biden or anybody else wants Saudi Arabia to expand its oil production capacity much more, it's not going to happen. The kingdom will play its role in this era as it announced to increase the level of maximum sustainable production capacity to more than 13 million barrels. Beyond that, the kingdom will not have any further production capacity. So 13 million barrels is going to be the max, he says. Uh, They're already at about 12 million barrels as the max capacity. So this sounds a lot different than what the president said last night about his meeting with the Saudis. He made it sound like they were going to help a lot. We had a good discussion on ensuring global energy security and adequate oil supplies to support global economic growth. And that will begin shortly. I'm, and, uh, and I'm doing all I can to increase the supply for the United States of America, which I expect to happen. The Saudis share that urgency. And based on our discussions today, I expect we'll see further steps in the coming weeks. Uh, so this is potentially a new headache for a president who spent yesterday catching heat for fist bumping the same leaders he called pariahs while he was a candidate. And that was offensive enough to the publisher of the Washington Post who employed the late journalist Jamal Khashoggi, allegedly murdered on MBS's orders, that the publisher, Fred Ryan, says the fist bump between President Biden and Mohammed bin Salman was worse than a handshake. It was shameful. It projected a level of intimacy and comfort that delivers to MBS the unwarranted redemption that he is seeking. a lot of fire for your fist bump with the crown prince. I just want to give you a chance to respond to that. But also, how can you be sure that another incident, another murder like Jamal Khashoggi won't happen again? God love you. What a silly question. How could I possibly be sure of any of that? I just made it clear. If anything occurs like that again, they'll get that response and much more. It's only been about two weeks since we were in uh, the Bavarian Alps with President Biden, and he was told on a hot mic by the French President Macron that the Saudis could not really increase oil production capacity much more. We saw it. It was right there on tape. So President Biden may have been hoping for a different answer, but he didn't get one here in Saudi Arabia. Back to you. Hey, Peter, we've talked about this throughout the morning, the fist bump moment. Um, It seems some. Yes. Uh, yeah, disgusting fist bump. Folks. So that was basically all, all the Saudi, all Arabia, the drama the Saudi with the Arabia trip and whatever. So this is all no yes. congressional oversight for the defense budget. Well, that's what I'm looking at. I'm actually, I just got to it. I just found the final version because I had to go through like fucking oh, yeah. versions or 500 some odd versions. Um, I'm trying to get to 89. Give me a minute. Okay. So I'm doing that. Um, Dr. Burks, the scarf queen came out with a book, came out with a, a book a while back, but no one bothered to read it until recently. And now that they have, they're kind of freaking the fuck out. Dr. Burks praises herself while revealing ignorance, treachery, and deceit. Isn't that fun? The December 2020 resignation of Dr. Deborah Burks, White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator under Trump, revealed predictable hypocrisy. Like so many other government officials around the world, she was caught violating her own stay-at-home order. Therefore, she finally left her post following nine months of causing unfathomable amounts of damage to life, liberty, property, and the very idea of hope for the future. 
Even if Anthony Fauci had been the front man for the media, it was Burks who was the main influence in the White House behind the nationwide lockdowns that did not stop or control the pathogen, but have caused immense suffering and continue to roil and wreck the world. So it was significant that she would not and could not comply with her own dictates, even as her fellow citizens were being hunted down for the same infractions against public health. How does her dictate? I, I'm, I have, I'm sure Fauci knows. In the days before Thanksgiving 2020, she had <laughs> warned Americans to assume you're infected and restrict gatherings to your immediate household. And then she packed her bags and headed to Fenwick Island in Delaware, where she met with four generations for a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, as if she were free to make normal choices and live a normal life where everyone else had to shelter in place. The Associated Press put that out in December of 2020. Um, so anyway, in her book, this was, uh, so, so much fun. Um, let's see. Once logs her entire book only to find this incredible fact. She never mentions this. The incident is missing entirely from her book. Instead at the moment in the narrative, um, the incident of, of her leaving, Right of her basically being outed, ousted pretty quickly. Um, instead, at that moment in the narrative in which, which she would be expected to recount the affair, she says almost in passing that when former president or former Vice President Biden was declared the winner of the 2020 election, I'd set a goal for myself to hand over responsibility for the pandemic response with all its many elements to the, in the best possible place. That was how she described her leaving the administration. Okay. And then it's, it skips immediately to the new year. It's done. Um, so, uh, let's see. She was tasked by Anthony Fauci with doing the really crucial thing of talking to Donald Trump into green lighting the lockdowns that began on March 12th, 2020 and continued to their final hardcore deployment on March 16th. This was the 15 days to flatten the curve, which were, what are we at? Like day number 860 something now, I think right? To flatten the curve. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, it's pretty bad. Her book says that uh, we had to make these palatable to the administration by avoiding the obvious appearance of a full Italian lockdown. At the same time, we needed the measures to be effective at slowing the spread, which meant matching as closely as possible to what Italy had done, a tall order. We were playing a game of chess in which the success of each move was predicated on the one before it. At this point, I wasn't about to use the words lockdown or shutdown. If I had uttered either of those in early March, after being at the White House only one week, the political non-medical members of the task force would have dismissed me as too alarmist, too doom and gloom, too reliant on feelings and not facts. They would have campaigned to lock me down and shut me up. In other words, she wanted to go full CCP, just like Italy. But she didn't want to say that. No. Why would mm -hmm. she? I left the rest unstated. Uh, so crucially, she knew for two weeks that that was not the real plan. I left the rest unstated. This was just a starting point. <coughs> no sooner had we convinced the Trump administration to implement our version of a two-week shutdown that I was trying to figure out how to extend it. 15 days to slow the spread was a start, but I knew it would be just that. I didn't have the numbers in front of me yet to make it the case for extending it longer, but I had two weeks to get them. However hard it had been to get the 15-day shutdown approved, getting another other one would be built by many orders of magnitude. In the meantime, I waited for the blowback for someone from the economic team to call me to the principal's office or confront me at a task force meeting. None of this happened. Mm -hmm. uh, by her own report, she came up with the ideas of the lockdown. Um, her only real experience with infectious disease came 
with her work on AIDS. Very different disease. Mm -hmm. um, in any health crisis, it is crucial to work at the personal behavior level, she says, with the presumption that avoidance at all costs was the only goal. With HIV AIDS, this meant convincing asymptomatic people to get tested, to seek treatment if they were HIV positive, and to take preventative measures, including wearing condoms or to employ other pre-exposure prophylaxis if they were negative. She immediately hops to the analogy with COVID. COVID like AIDS. I knew the government agencies would need to, need to do the same thing to have a similar effect on the spread, spread of this novel coronavirus. The most obvious parallel with the HIV AIDS example was the message of wearing masks. Masks equals condoms. Remarkable. Oh yeah. Behavior is all that matters. Just stay apart, cover your mouth, don't gather, don't travel, close the schools, close everything. Whatever happens, don't get it. Nothing else matters. Keep your immune system as unexposed as possible. Yeah. She said, we really want people to be separated at this time. Everyone, everywhere. Um, she said, the real people with this 50 versus 10 distinction for me was that it revealed that the CDC simply didn't believe to the degree that I did that SARS-CoV-2 is being spread through the air silently and undetected from symptomless individuals. The numbers really did matter. As the years have since confirmed, in times of active viral community spread, as many as 50 people gathered together indoors, unmasked at this point, of course, was way too high in number. It increased the chances of someone among that number being infected exponentially. I had settled on 10, knowing that even that was too many, but I figured that 10 would at least be palatable for most Americans. High enough to allow for most gatherings of immediate family, but not enough for large dinner parties and critically large weddings, birthday parties, and other mass social events. If I pushed for zero... Oh, which was I wanted and what was required, this would have been interpreted as a lockdown. The perception we were all working so hard to avoid. Whatever. Fuck Burks. Fuck all that shit. I'm done talking about COVID. Yeah. Now. Okay, good. Uh, I'm done with so, her. She's a fucking dumb cunt. Hunter and Joe, um, apparently now there's proof. Again, another Epic Times piece. Uh, there is proof that Hunter and Joe often talked about uh, Hunter's business dealings while he was the vice president. So that's all bullshit. So just in case anybody asks you about it, all bullshit. Well, how about the DOD shielding records on Hunter Biden and the Durham probes? There's a lawsuit going now. Uh, the U.S. Department of Justice is withholding records related to high-profile investigations, including the probe into President Joe Biden's son, according to a new lawsuit. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. So um, in other news... Uh, court awards $5.3 million to a Southwest Airlines flight attendant who was fired for pro-life Facebook posts. Um, so overnight, we had a flight attendant who just now is going to dump about $5.3 million worth of cocaine, probably up her nose. Just saying, <laughs> just saying, uh, under new online sign up for asylum, illegal immigrants could flock to U.S. airports uh, from GOP senators. Hold on. Let me read that again to you. Under new online sign-up for asylum, illegal immigrants could flock to U.S. airport GOP senators. Uh, uh, Oklahoma Republican uh, James Langford uh, is warning the Biden administration of forthcoming online asylum system, which will lead to illegal immigrants showing up at airports around the country, worsening the immigration crisis. Langford had discovered plans for a new asylum system during his meetings with the Biden administration officials last week. 
It's clear the administration is not only doing enough to stop illegal immigration, but they're also trying to accelerate it. They're not working to stop it. This is working to make make things more efficient. Langford said many Americans think of the border as a situation, as a crisis uh, anymore because it's only down in the South. However, now if they start showing up at your local airports, have a lot of other issues. Well, that's really funny because the Washington, D.C. mayor, um, Muriel Bowser, remember we got her te- a text message from her that one time. Yeah, she's upset because um, Ill- illegal immigrants, Ill- are, being illegal immigrants are being busted into her city. Yeah, she's uh, she's yeah. she's getting all pissy about that. I would think she would welcome them with open arms, wouldn't you think? So I, I heard and I wanted you to download this clip and I apologize because I didn't call you about it earlier. This morning, I heard um, the most retarded argument I've ever heard when it comes to illegal immigration. Oh, well, the reason that our numbers are up for the number of encounters coming across the border this year is because we're actually forcing the Border Patrol to do their job. I'm sorry, what? No, we're forcing the Border Patrol to do their job. And we're not even doing that. Yeah. Understand when these people come across the border, like that line I told you about the other day um, that was right there while Fox News is filming a live spot and they have this mile long fucking caravan of people of over 600 people coming to that one spot in the border that takes up like all the agents on the border Yep. to process those people. Okay. The question isn't about the civilians we're catching coming across the border for the umpteenth time liberals. Stop being fucking retarded. The things we're concerned about is the shit when those people show up at the border, almost if on cue, they show up at the border to take up all the border patrol time. What else is coming over in those sections that now we can't monitor? Fentanyl. And we can't watch. Fentanyl. What else is going No, Illegal sex trafficking. The yeah, kids are too. coming out over yeah. through there. Um there's shit going on and liberals just look at this one narrow scope. Oh my God. Yep. And now they're going to try and do it fucking in airports. Great. Can't wait for that one. That's going to work out great. I'm just saying just the news. Another piece more than 2 million million illegal border encounters so far in this fiscal year, 2 million outweighing the one time high of one or uh, 984,000 that were encountered in one fiscal year. Joe Biden. Um, so why he is a fucking hold hero on, hold on, hold for on. accelerating things and making things faster. So why is ice buying up massive troves of cell phone location data? To spy on you and me and everybody else. Oh, well, that's how they found us when, when we were, there. I mean, we saw the big towers, but um, the Department of Homeland Security is purchasing, and this is from Rolling Stone, purchasing cell phone location data on a massive scale, according to documents released by the American Civil Liberties Union. This is how scary it is, folks. We're going to Rolling Stone for news. I'm just saying. The documents obtained by the ACLU, ACLU, ACLU as part of a lawsuit filed in 2020 demanding DHS, CBP, and ICE to release information about their purchase and use of precise cell phone location information. I wonder if they got up-to-date information or if they got the information from when Trump was in office. Because I know that when Trump was in office, they bought up that data to find illegal immigrants that were coming across the border with cartel phones. 
Shit, they bought that shit up to find Republicans who were at January 6th. But now, that's oh, what they okay. found. Wait, wait, wait. The documents span from 2017 to 2019. And in 336,000 location data points were available to law enforcement. So I, I, I fucking, this is all, this is all just ridiculous. It, 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 they think, they think, hold on. So they the think, and I'm talking about is, the administration. I'm talking about the current border patrol chief. I'm talking about the current customs and border patrol chief. I'm talking about all the current people that are in charge of border patrol right now. They think you're so stupid that they can piss on your back, tell you it's with your with their dick hanging out of their pants, and you're not going to say anything. Well, let, let me ask you this question. Are illegal immigrants protected under the Fourth Amendment? No. All right, then. Nope. Then ICE was... Well within their rights. As long... How are you proving that, though? How are you proving? Look, there is a factual evident basis that you have to cover in any warrant that you submit in front of a judge. It doesn't matter if you're doing a writ in front of a fucking magistrate or if you're doing a warrant in front of a judge. It's immaterial. The, the rules are the same. We have to meet the level of reasonable doubt, not actually cross it. We just have to meet it. Meaning there's something subjective to this case involved in this person's cell phone. Like if they, if they were tracking cell phone location data only within a certain area of the border where there's no distinct towns or homes or anything like that, then. But what if you were, just me and we, what if Camp, it was me and you and somebody else and we were just out there driving around along the border wall i know just saying Pro, it's, it, it's, you can't you can't say that shit we have some level of profiling in law enforcement we've had this argument yeah, no and i completely agree but you have to have this supplied information prior to that to even start something like that so my problem with that is, is it sounds like it's a fishing expedition. It doesn't yeah. sound like they're actually, they're, they're trying to find a crime with cell phone numbers instead of trying to find having the crime and then finding the people responsible for the crime. Yeah. But they don't do that anymore. They, they, now that's, it's minority report all day long. I heard you town three, six, nine, that you were a domestic terrorist. Therefore, now that I've heard that, we can investigate you to the umpteenth extent. We can pull your butt cheeks apart and look right up your butthole. That's how far we can go with this. I think Biden sucks stuff wants to do that. But anyway. <laughs> no, he wants to just drag his dick across my face. That's it. I, I know what he wants. He wants to see if it's really as fluffy as it looks at the camera. Okay. Is it fluffy, babe? Maybe. Kind, kind of. You did trim it a little. It's a little... Prickly, actually. Um, but either way, so that this shit about the border, I, I'm so I'm actually tired of hearing it. All right, but good. Well, go play we the next do clip, have, We're going to move on to the economy. We do have. Um, Not that one. Which one? That that one. The this next one? one in line, yes. No, this is more about fist pumping. I don't, I don't give a fuck about fist oh, pumping. Oh, yeah. Fuck the fist bump. No. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll do this one. We'll stop out. We'll start out with a dirty mop head. Okay, uh, right. it's a little bit more Saudi Arabia, but that's fine. It all goes together. Uh, I don't know. Saudi Arabia begging for oil. The economy. They 
incoming destruction. Does the president now that he's back from, from Saudi Arabia? Does- Hawaiian in town, you were the one that came up with Dirty Mop Head, right? So when she gets fired and we have to come up with a new name, I'm going to look to you for the new name of the new lady. So there is another woman that's coming up to replace her. So I'm just letting you know right now, you are being, you we're have been marked call, and We're tagged. just going to call her white privilege. Yeah. Well, no, we're going to let Hawaiian in town. He's got to come up with a name. He named her. So okay. now he's got to name the next one. All right. The president still believe that Saudi Arabia and the crown prince should be considered uh, a pariah or did this trip change his view about that? So as you heard from the president again on Friday, he made very clear that um how he how that he made his views very clear uh to uh the crown prince uh on that uh, uh during that bilat meeting and he even said it would be inconsistent right for a president of the united states uh not to uh speak of our values uh not to uh um, not to talk about human rights uh and it would be inconsistent uh, to be quite frank, of Joe Biden not to do that. So he was very clear uh, about where uh, about where he stood about uh, Jamal Khashoggi's uh, death, murder. He he mentioned it from the start of their meeting, uh, and when it comes to um, you know his 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 comments stand. Uh, you know, they, he has uh, he has uh, he has been pretty clear about that uh, about about um, about where he stands on on the comments that he made during uh, the campaign. Yeah, he made he it clear. Might, he might be clear, but she wasn't, and he he's never clear. So, all right, uh, fucking a holy shit! All right, Hawaiian in, in town, you got me. I said tan nuts <laughs> <laughs> or dark nutsacky. Okay, whatever. So, one of you guys over there, I know it was on pilled. I know one of you guys said you called her the fucking dirty mop head. <laughs> it was hysterical, and it made me laugh. And you have to come up with the next name for the new one because we have a new one coming in today. Or, uh, in a couple Soon. days, uh, this one is on her way out, and she's completely lying because she's a she's a, an, a complete moron, and she's horrible. Ah, too. Excellent. All right, Mophead was Spooky Fish Lizard, but it, it, he was a different name on pill. Oh, Hawaiian added. Hawaiian added the dirty. Okay. okay. All, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. Um. Oh, so they rolled this old white dude out. Um. He's uh, I, I don't know. He's. He, pretends to do something in the government. No one actually does anything. So he just kind of looks at the camera with a squinty eye. He's like, yeah, kind of anyway, go ahead. He's trying to give you a bear eye, but he sucks at it. So he's giving you like blue steel or, or some other from another movie that was really stupid. <laughs> and, um, he's like, oh yeah, it's cobalt baby. Whatever. I need more wine. Yeah. You, you a, a deer tabard. <laughs> A duty bird. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. You got me laughing there, Dick. Oh, okay. That's a good one. It's a dirty beard. I'm wondering how much faith can the American public put in future White House assessments about the economy, about inflation, um, after they saw that inflation number increase month after month and before the Russian invasion. Well, let me say two things. First of all, um, I tried to answer as fulsomely as I could some of that part of that question earlier. Uh, but let me ask you to focus on what we're trying to talk about today, which is something that is happening in the here and now, the charts. Uh, okay. Okay. Are, are you going to tell today? us that inflation's not happening today? Yeah, is that what he's apparently attempting he to is. tell us there? He is. And, and 
Covenant Gardens. I'm I'm just wondering how loud is saying Mom part had of, a saying the quiet quiet part, part out loud. I know that's why it was so funny. That's why I can I can't remember laugh. the name of the. Oh, she looked like a sheep. She looks like a sheepdog. A Sheltie? No, a sheepdog. Well, Shelties are sheepdogs. No, they're not. Okay, would somebody else? Shelties are small. Her? Shelties are small collies. I'm talking about like a sheepdog with the the curly white hair that's that's all over. My aunt Margaret had one when I was growing up. An old school sheepdog. I'll look it up. I'll you mean it. a poodle? No. W what's the name of the breed? It's literally called a sheepdog. No, no, they a pulley. Sheepdog breeds. Sheepdog. Right here. Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah. Those oh no, you're right. Which an old English sheepdog. Old English. See, yeah. that's a type. That's a breed. Okay. See, well, there's, sorry. There's a breed of sheepdogs. Fine. An old English. Yes, an old English sheepdog. Yeah, he if he's really retarded. Yes. No, no, I'm talking about her. I'm talking about dirty mop head. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can yeah. see that, but it's not as curly. Yes. It's a sheepdog. Thank you, Truth Fighter. It's a fucking sheepdog. It's, it looks <laughs> more like a labradoodle. See? Yeah. I, I, maybe, or a maybe, poodle. Maybe a labradoodle. I got you on that. I mean, because labradoodle, their hair's a little bit longer. So, cocaine much? <laughs> Cha -cha. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Outlaws for life. Uh, all right. Go What's going on out there, girl? Go Welcome. Go into Twitch and Kevin Super 8. What's that? Go into Twitch for me because Lindsay's Lindsay can't chat. Lindsay can't chat. Yeah, Lindsay's 1776 and she's blocked in the chat. She sent me a text and I'm sorry I didn't see what? it earlier. Lindsay. I don't know what's going on. Not there. Lindsay. Uh uh, she's not allowed to be Lindsay, blocked. Lindsay Brassad's right there. I, no, Lindsay's 1776. I I fucking I know we don't block level, anyone. I don't block anybody. I don't I leave that up to my fucking and I know you guys wouldn't block Lindsay, so wielding. Um, maybe go to settings. Yeah, she's, she's not, not Lynn's Broussard just said she's not blocked, yeah. so I don't know how to look her up. Yeah, is she in the right one? And uh, what it's um, yeah, Lindsay 1776. Yeah, if I, if I can type her name, yeah, there she is. Now she's working. Okay, all right. Good. She said now she's working. Good deal. All right. Well, okay. we, we got back to it. We figured it All out. Right. Not a big deal. So, um, yeah, he comes back on for, I guess, round two. Um, yeah. We'll see how this one works out. He looks like, uh, what's his name? You remember the guy from uh, Police Squad? It's like he's, oh, yeah. Drennan. Uh, he's dead now, but yeah. Yeah, and Leslie Nielsen. He looks like Leslie yes. Nielsen. He completely looks like Leslie Nielsen. Maybe that's from what Police happened Squad. to Leslie Nielsen. Maybe he's this dude now. <laughs> he's his clone. Yeah. Great value prepens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A Lens. Killing it. Holy shit. That was hysterical. Yes, Spaceballs. Yes. Yes. Love it. Okay. Oh my God. Having it both ways, Jared, because when the gas prices go up, it's got nothing to do with the president. When we see some decline, you want him to get the credit. Uh look, I think that uh that that uh it, 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 there's there's no both way thinking here at all. <laughs> yeah, there is no thinking. Yeah, You're absolutely no thinking. Right. You're right. Nobody in this administration is thinking about a bad. goddamn thing. So the the thing is now what a they're coming retard. on and saying that the prices of gas has gone down fifty cents in the last thirty. Yeah, days. we heard that this afternoon. Okay. Fifty cents in the last thirty days. Now, mind you, 
How in the last two years, in the last two years, we've had over a three dollar and eighty five cent increase. I mean, literally. So like, you're happy about fifty cents? Last month, I watched it go up fifty cents in one fucking week. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like gaining and losing weight, right? It takes six weeks to gain it. It takes you six town, months to lose. Damn it. right, upside down clown world. Yeah, absolutely. Completely right. Sir. I mean, you. I'm sorry. When when gas is two dollars, when you give me that Trump gas back, then I'll celebrate. Until then, you can suck my twat. Whoa, strong words to follow, folks. Okay, stand by. I bet he doesn't have a pointy tongue either. I bet he doesn't because I'm about the only one with one of those. What up? That's my secret weapon. You know, I always said that everybody's got to see superhero power. Mine is a pointed tongue. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Y'all just never know. No, you really don't. You never know what we're going to (laughs) say. We have seen gas prices go down. In, in the past 34 straight days. Aren't they $2 down. dollars a gallon higher than when you guys took office, though? For, first of all, we have to look at the imp- of how we got there, right? We, you think about the, the war that Russia has taken on in Ukraine, an unmitigated uh, war and a war that is brutal uh, and that has had an effect on the price gas is going up almost $2. We have talked about that endlessly. And also, we are also in a once in a generation pandemic. So there are outside factors that has led to gas prices going up. Once in a generation pandemic. We're in a once in a, oh, now we're blaming the pandemic. We were blaming Russia, but that wasn't playing well in the numbers for the voting. So now we're going to blame the pandemic. Does everybody see how quickly that just shifts? Well, it yeah. just It's like water off a fucking duck's back. We're bringing the Fuck pandemic Putin. back. Hey, we're bringing the pandemic back. We're bringing back. the pandemic back. So we have something else to blame for our fucked up policies. Hey, when you all show up to your gas pumps and they're dry... Just throwing this out there real quick. Just remember, it was Putin's fault. Now it's the pandemic's fault. Well, according to Bloomberg, <laughs> this came out of the Epic this Times. Dumbass, but it was everything. A Bloomberg survey shows that the odds of reception of recession are up sharply from June. The odds of the U.S. economy falling into a recession in the next twelve months have surged since June, according to a recent survey of economists by Bloomberg. According to the survey, the likelihood of an economic downturn over the next year stands at 47.5%. Jason, great point. Ooh, 30 days to slow the curve on the gas now too, huh? I hate to tell you this, people. We are already in a recession. Yeah, we're fucked. We've been in a recession because we have had negative growth in the economy for well over a year. We're in a depression. I'm sorry. It just doesn't, (laughs) you can't just say that year didn't count. Okay, hold on. Actually, the go- and the government loves to say that years don't count. So when Mick had his brain <laughs> hold surgery. Hold on one second. Hold on one second before you get into this. Hawaiian town, I'm glad you put alternate universe. Okay. Because <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yes, he, he would. <laughs> I've told Mick many times that he can never get fat because I can put a bag over his head, but I don't like a dad bod. So this this is perfect. Anyway. Um <laughs> I can just shut the lights off, but you can't fake the feelings. Um, <laughs> anyway, when Mick had his brain surgery some 16 years ago, and he spent a year in Walter Reed at Walter Reed Medical Hole Company. And, you know, learning how to walk again, talk yeah, yeah, again, yeah. you know, basic well, I, stuff. I, eat whatever. with a fork. 
and, and a knife. And and he he learned how to do that shit really quickly, but they they were figuring out what the fuck to do with him. So he got bored pushing people, other people in wheelchairs to appointments. So he went and got himself a job at the Pentagon. And he worked on a general staff. Uh, he worked in logistics and he was like finding missing people and shit and whatever. Okay. So fast forward 11 years, he goes to drop his retirement packet because he's got 20, 20 years in the service. And they came back and they said, no, no, no. You have another year. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Willis? That's exactly what I say. What the fuck are you talking about, Willis? Because <laughs> I was talking to my branch manager and I knew him. So I was like, what, <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck are you talking about, about Willis? They said, He's no, like, no, uh, no. yeah, dude, no, sorry, you got another year. I was like, the I got year another year. The year that he spent at Walter Reed like, recovering from brain surgery for an injury that he received in combat while he worked at the Pentagon as he was recovering. Didn't count. Didn't count. We call it the year that didn't count. So, that year didn't count. The, so it's the same thing. This year of COVID, this whole year of COVID, when the economy contracted every single fucking month, that year didn't count. Every day. It didn't count. Every hour. Absolutely. Every minute. Every business hour. Absolutely. From didn't 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, yeah. It's it's a common theme, Outdoor Gal. She went through it in 2016 with the hubby's rollover accident. Yeah. Oh, and then they, they denied us TSGLI because they said that we couldn't prove that his brain injury was from a combat injury, even though he never had a headache in his life before he hit his head on a windshield going fucking 70 miles an hour because they hit a goddamn IED as they were driving down the road. But no, anyway, I'm not bitter or anything. Um, not at all. No, but yeah, so we're, we are already in a recession. I'd say we're in a depression actually. Um, and at the same time, the global supply chain crisis could worsen in 2022. Survey says. Survey uh, says. The attempts of global buyers to reduce their dependency on China continues. It's not going well. Because when you give everything to China to make for decades and, and literally your plants here in the States just fall to decrepit ruins and your workforce disappears and no one has the wherewithal or the knowledge to actually do these things anymore. And all of a sudden you want to pull back from China. Guess what? You don't have the infrastructure to make it happen. It doesn't go well. So the global supply chain crisis continues to wreak havoc on the international marketplace, affecting everything from fruit products to computers to washing machines. This year, the international supply chain has faced a plethora of challenges, including China's renewed COVID-19 lockdowns, the military conflict in Eastern Europe, and skyrocketing energy prices. With disruptions and uncertainty seeping into every facet of the worldwide supply chain, most companies expect current conditions to continue or even worsen by the end of 2022. I got to agree with Robin on this one. You were full of good news tonight. I know. I'm sorry. Y'all, you know... We've been away and Inspector Doom has come back to the. <laughs> there is a reason that Josh, uh, you know, and someone pointed out to me, Josh from the Red Pill Project that y'all and Pilled, you know, comes on after us. Um, they said we look alike. And I looked at him, looked at his face the other day and I was like, fuck, we actually do look alike. Like the shape of our faces is the same. Isn't that scary? <laughs> Josh was in the Navy. But he, in the Navy, um, some people you meet and you start talking about bloodlines because that's what we do, what we do. And turns out Josh and I are like, 
very, very distantly related. We're like eighth, we're like eighth generation cousins, right? So we're cousins eight times removed. We share a very, very distant, distant grandfather. Yes. But he, he is often known as the bearer of doom and gloom, just as I'm known as the mother of the apocalypse and kind of not quite, but almost for the same reason. So, um, but yet with that though, it kind of goes in line with everything else that is completely failing for the current Biden administration. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at everything else, his tax policy once, because Joe Manchin, the most conservative liberal out there, um, he put his foot down and said, no, no, you're, you're not going to spend any more money. Um, hmm. That's racist. Just because you both are doing gloom. It's true. <laughs> Actually, she's gloom. He's doom. So, actually, you did it right then. No, Hawaiian because, town. No, because, because I'm you always, both are gloom. I'm happy about it. You know what? Fuck it. Burn it down. You're happy gloom. Anymore. It's a happy <laughs> gloom. So, um, yeah, Joe Manchin said, "No, you're not going to spend any more money." Uh, he's a conservative Democrat. Uh, communicated to Democratic leadership on Thursday that he would not support any tax hikes on the wealthy or any new spending on clean energy as it's not a part of the current economic package that Congress the, uh, in front of Congress this summer, delivering a major blow to the administration's most important policy goals. By Friday afternoon, Biden urged lawmakers to pass whatever they could in the lower health care costs. And Manchin has said he'll support and promise to take strong executive action to address the climate change if the Senate wouldn't act. Okay. Um, okay. Hold on. Which they're not going to act because we all know it's a joke. But president who we spent 36 years in the Senate and another eight working closely with the as the vice president has already taken a backseat in an attempt to push an economic agenda priority through this Congress, his which his party controls by the narrowest of margins. The White House uh, much earlier left the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to negotiate with Manchin over how to assemble a bill for West Virginia centrists could support. The White House and the Chief of Staff Ron Klain has been skeptical about a potential deal with Manchin, according to three people with direct knowledge of the private remarks. Um, basically, Manchin went on to say no, no, no. No, you're not going to raise taxes. No, you're not going to tax the middle class more. And no, we're not going to pay more in taxes. Um, that actually sounds very fiscally conservative to me. Um, so maybe he's a fiscal conservative liberal leftist when it comes to other shit. I don't know. Um, Socially liberal, fiscally conservative. Yes. Uh, but either way. He's a classic liberal. This he is stopping. I, I, who was that that used to always be in the chat? Um, that was from West Virginia. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember her name now. I can't remember her name. Anyway, I got to give her thumbs up because her, her peeps doing it again. Joe Manchin slaughter laying down Biden's fucking dreams on the side of the road and jumping on them. That's the way I look at this because Lori, Lonnie, something like that. I, I Lori, me, Lori, or I don't remember. Anyway, um, great fights gone, uh, because that was a horrible tax bill. Anyway, Yellen was saying how it was going to change so much for Americans, but they had like over like 80 pages supposedly in that bill alone, just on climate change. Um, Climate change and taxes become hand in hand. Just Climate change is now for everything. But 
Um, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about right here because this is freaking hysterical. World's top climate scientists told to cover up the fact that the Earth's temperature hasn't risen for the last 15 years. Wait, wait. No, that's not what we hear every morning on the news. Yeah. Leaked United Nations report reveals the world's temperature hasn't risen for the last 15 years. Wait a minute. Where did this come from? Because I'm, I'm smelling bullshit. This came from the Daily Mail. This might not be bullshit. Scientists working on the most authoritative study on climate change were urged to cover up the fact that the world's temperature hasn't risen for the last 15 years, it's claimed. A leaked copy of United Nations report compiled by hundreds of scientists shows politicians in Belgium, Germany, Hungary, and the United States raised concerns about the final draft. Published next week, it is expected to address the fact that the 1998 was the hottest year on record and the world's temperatures have not yet exceeded it which scientists have so far struggled to explain. The report is a result of six years work by United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which oh, is seen as the world's authority on the extent of climate change and what is causing it, on which governments, including Britain's, base their green policies. But leaked documents seen by the Associated Press yesterday revealed deep concerns among politicians about a lack of global warming over the past few years. What do you know? Germany called for the references to the slowdown and warming to be deleted, saying looking at a time span of just 10 or 15 years was misleading and they should focus on decades or centuries. Hungary worried the report would provide ammunition for deniers of man-made climate change and Belgium objected to using 1998 as a starting year for statistics as it was exceptionally warm and makes the graph look flat and suggest using 1999 or 2000 instead to give a more upward pointing curve. Hmm. So these countries are literally like, no, no, you need to use this data set to make it fit our narrative better because this, this, this isn't right. Yeah. It's called fucking. Yes. You know what happened in 2003? <laughs> we killed a lot of people. Um, anyway, uh, we got to go, but we have a lot more news. To get we have tomorrow a whole too. lot more um, um, be before we go. Cause we do have uh no, we don't have enough time. I'm no. sorry. We got a, we got a jet um, real quick folks uh, tomorrow night, 6 PM Eastern standard time. We'll be back. Like share, subscribe. Of course um, we've got uh, some more shit. Uh, Cause I didn't I, actually, I, we I, do have time for that one last clip because that's right on climate change that we were just talking about fucking John Kerry, that jackass. It's only like, it's 22 seconds. We can play it real quick. All right. Cause it's right there with it. So I think that um, the challenge for all of us now is that no one country can solve this problem by itself. We all have to be able to reduce the emissions. We have to accelerate the transition. We're behind. We're not yet fulfilling the promises that we made in Glasgow. So we have our work cut out for us. I look forward to talking about that with you. Yeah, I don't think so, dickhead. Oh. Wrong. Um, yes, you're right, outdoor gal. Give up your jets. Yeah, get off your private jet. There, you fuck. Either way, we're behind on switching to to green en energy. By the way, because um, I want him to get the first solar power plane. I I want him to get the everybody cool with first that rolling blackout. No, he gets the first solar power plane. Of course, I, I'm down with it. Let him have the first absolute solar power plane. Excellent. And I I want him to do a transcontinental flight fantastic okay because i want him to backwards hit, yes 
I want him to fly into the darkness and I want to see how fucking awake he is when he lands because that'll be some funny shit. Uh, anyway, uh, I had a whole uh, thing about um, Uvalde and other things. We'll get to that tomorrow. We're going to get into that, that tomorrow. I, and because the Indiana shooting that happened actually right by Tara's house. First hour is going to be spent on that tomorrow because I have a whole thing worked out and I'm going to lose my mind for a little bit. So. No, the first hour is going to be spent on no, it's uh, Corso for governor because we have a guest tomorrow night. Oh, do we? Running okay. the, the, the Shit. mass hole running in. Oh, <laughs> I got to chase this straight liberal tomorrow night. He's not a liberal. He wouldn't be coming on here if he was a liberal. We'll see. On, you know we'll find out. We will find out. Okay. Very quickly. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We will find out. We'll find out. It'll be fun. Because I might snap. But either way, okay. um, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be back. Yep. Uh, In the meantime, like, share, subscribe. Yep. And looking forward to all you fuckers getting back here. Uh, we will talk to you later. Uh, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Hey, y'all have a wonderful night, you fuckers. Thanks and, for watching. Uh, we'll talk to y'all later. There's a system in the backwoods There's a way of doing things If you break in We don't leave all of the fun To the police I just heard a bunch of racket Coming from the back screen door As soon as you step in I'm gonna drop you On the kitchen floor Cause we ain't playing We ain't playing My salt off 12-gauge spreads a country mile, you know it Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one Cause out here I am 911 Texas has the castle doctrine, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Carolinas, Oklahoma, they're all here to let you know. But then we got New York, New Jersey, with a duty to retreat. I guess they'd rather have you dead than to protect your family, and that's why. My sawed off 12 gauge spreads a country mile, you know it. Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house And I'll have the job already done Cause out here I am 911 That sheriff, he can't save you It'll already be too late Sure protect you Let you live to see another day I sawed off 12 gate spreads a country mile You know it Step one foot in this house Son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police To find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one Cause out here I am 911 
wish I could swim like dolphins, like dolphins can swim. Though nothing will keep us together, we can beat them. Where no one sleeps deeply, the pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. 
Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow, sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life.